y'all, you know what it is. It's them kids and wives and 925s, but we are still married to the games. Episode 359. Yes, sir. It's your boy Gabe Patillo with Tim Router, Ed Placencia, and Chris McCracken, of course. And as always, we are talking games and life, life and wait for it. Games! Mm. Nice. Good one. I was going to say, it's gonna, we're going to get a punch in the face here. That's right. <laughs> My nose is bleeding. Yeah, got to wake up. Oh, man. Thank you guys so much for being here. Woo. Um, it's a morning show, boy. Mm-hmm. And I, was telling mm-hmm. the, I was telling these guys before we started recording, for some reason, every now and then, because I've, I've missed my alarm once coming on the show, and these guys were already on and talking, and I was like, I'm coming. And uh, last night was one of those nights where my body was just real nervous about missing my <laughs> really? alarm. <laughs> Oh, so man. like every hour and a half last night, I was like, I'm awake. I'm here. I go here. I'm coming. <laughs> and then I'd be wake like, up going, oh, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, just in bed. <laughs> Jenny's like, keep it down. The children are asleep. It was the opposite for me because my alarm went off and I was just like in bed on my phone. And I knew that if I didn't get up and I had no more alarm set, mm-hmm. I would miss the show. That's I, right. It's I a have decision. to get up. It, it, it's a real decision at that moment. Mm-hmm. I've been there where I'm like, I mean, they could probably, they, the show would happen <laughs> if I'm not there. I mean, they go text a bunch, <laughs> but they'd still do it. <laughs> they don't need me this week. Oh my gosh. Chris McCracken? Yes. How, was you, how did you get up this morning? How early or how? Yeah. Was you, I mean, how, how, how'd it go? Was it, was it fine? I mean, alarm went off, and I was like, "All right, here we go." Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's I mean, it. That's it. I mean, that's, no, that's not it. to say there wasn't some like, man, it'd be nice to just stay right here, but you know, <laughs> that's pretty much how life man's works. Committed right to there. some things, man's got to do his thing. That's you know? right. right. If that doesn't sum up Chris McCracken, like, all right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, know, I, I love know. that. And can we make a shirt out of the second thing you said? When a man commits to something, that's what he's got to do. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's some men out there that need to hear that. Yeah. What a yep. man! <laughs> <laughs> when a I man like commits, it. he's got to do it. One, two, three, four. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, jeez. There we go again. With Chris, that. how you doing? Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I too am tired. Yeah, but outside sure. of that, I am good. <laughs> uh, doing well, doing well. This past weekend, so we we haven't had um, one of our game nights in a really really long time, or it feels like oh, it's yeah. been a really long time. If I actually you know looked back at the calendar, it's probably only been like a month, month and a half, or something like that. But it feels like it's been forever. And every now and then, we kind of just take a little pause on the the playing games, and instead, what we do is we get together and we go and we ha- go have a karaoke night. Oh wow! And so oh, nice. that's nice. what we actually did no this way. past weekend on Friday. We went to uh, there's this spot down the road that has like arcades and all that kind of stuff, and then they have these rooms that you can book, uh, and you can you can uh, do karaoke for however many hours or whatever it is that you, wow. you sign up for. Amazing! I I enjoy going. It's a lot of fun. I I, I get nervous about it though because one I can't sing, which I know that's not really the point. The that's point right. is just to have fun and, and and you know be fun with it and and you know have a good time, which I always have a good time. However. I will say this though, when you sing for a living, yes, for some strange, I cannot karaoke, like what? Because I don't know how to 
Because mm-hmm. there's an expectation uh, when I step mm-hmm. up there. Yes. But you don't yep. want to meet that expectation. You want to just have fun. But if you don't sing well mm-hmm. as a singer, mm. people are like, I thought, I thought Gabe sang. I see what you're saying. Like maybe right. you just and so I, I so cannot You put do too it. much pressure on yourself. Yes, it's a lot of pressure. I'm sure it's the same kind of thing for like a stand-up comedian. Like everybody's always expecting you to say something funny. That's and if right. If you don't, he's like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I can I can totally understand that. Yeah, but people are like, oh, he's not that funny. Fortunately, you know, or maybe not, depending on how you look at it, none of us are singers, so we don't have that part in particular. But (laughs) since I don't do it often enough, I never can think of a song to do because to me, anyways, I don't know all the rules about karaoke, but to me, it's like you should pick songs that are, you know, fun and that maybe the rest of the room can get in on and sing Mm -hmm. with you. And, you know, that kind of like brings up the energy kind of thing. So, yeah, like you don't want to sing or I don't want to sing Celine Dion or something, you know, like really corny and cheesy and like a love song or anything like that. I want to sing something upbeat and fun and that's going to get people interested. But that would you be know, amazing if you sang Celine Dion, I will say. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with so you on that. I, I can never, th- what I need to do is I need to just like, as I'm listening to music at work or whatever, I need to just create a playlist. It's like uh, karaoke stuff and throw in the songs like, oh, that would be a good one to do for karaoke kind of thing. Yeah. Because I'm always like, I think I did two songs and one of them was with Stacy. You know, it was one that she had done. It was like a Backstreet Boy song and she was like, oh, we can nice. do this together because the room, you, it comes with two mics so if anybody wants to do it or, or like a group kind of thing. So I did that one and she picked that one and then it just took me the rest of the night it felt like to find, finally f- figure out a song to do and then threw what, in there. What else did you do? Uh, I'll Melt With You by Modern English. Oh, yes. <laughs> Classic. Mainly because when I saw it, because the book is massive with all the songs, and you can either look it up by artist or you can look it up by song title. So it, already I'm over, I'm like, crap, I can't think of a song. Then you see this book of so many songs, and then you just get overwhelmed. Yeah. It's like, I, I can't make a decision. Totally to agree. Do. Exactly. So uh, that one, I came across that one. I was like, well, I actually know the words of that one, too. Because the other thing is that a lot of times I'll get tripped up when I'm reading the words. So I like to find one that I at least kind of know most of it. Mm-hmm. And so... But it is was still the, a really uh, good time. I'll stop the world and build with you. That's yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, that's okay. it. But yeah, it was a lot of fun. I just, I, I need to get better at it. I'm, not, I'm much better at lip syncing and just dancing around like an idiot. All right, real quick, since we're, since we're on it, Ed, would you have a go-to song for karaoke? Oh, man, probably not. I, maybe I'll do like an old Elvis song or something that everyone could sing along with to cover up the fact that I can't sing that well. <laughs> Speaking of Elvis, they had like four pages of Elvis songs. It was I ridiculous. Bet. Yeah. It do was, people know Elvis songs, huh? I, I guess. I don't know. Maybe like Jailhouse Rock or something. You know what's funny? I don't know if I know an Elvis song like enough to sing along with it. I feel like I would know enough. It's one of those things where, like, I'm not, if I sit here and think about it, I probably don't know it. But you put them on four different ones, I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I know that song," or "Oh, I right. know this chorus yeah. of that," and kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And if you pick the right Elvis song, you can kind of shout it more than sing it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Walking through a party at the county jail. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Sing. No, I just <laughs> yeah. put a little bit of a gruff on my voice. Yeah, yeah. I like that, Tim. You know, I just did karaoke for the first time when we went oh, to wow. this, wet, this wedding down in Mexico. And uh, it was Oasis Wonderwall. And I'm like, yeah, that's a go-to because I, I could do the words. I could sing that one without even looking at the words because I used to listen to that song all the time. So I think Wonderwall oh, wow. is probably it for me. Yeah. That's it was funny. fun, too. I really enjoyed it. But yeah, it's so overwhelming. Like, they give you this iPad and there's just you just scroll and scroll. And there's yeah, just a right. list of songs like, I mm-hmm. don't know. <clears throat> right. So It's crazy. Mine would have been remixed to Ignition, but R. Kelly's been canceled, uh, so we can't do that yep. anymore. But yep. Um RIP. Exactly. But I think <laughs> I would go I think I'd probably I'm with Ed because of my whole singing 
thing, which I know is totally internal, by the way. Nobody's like put that on me like, Gabe, go mm-hmm. kill that song. But like right. in in Nashville, like I've gone out to karaoke with buddies and yeah. like um number one, I never karaoke. And then but then like one of the guys we were with went up and did Brian McKnight and murdered it. And Ooh, you're like, Well wow. I'm not going up after that. Like he sang right. the crap out of that song. Um but we did go to this place called the it was some bar. I don't even remember what it was called. I think it was called like the mother load or something like that. This bar. Nice. And, <laughs> Classic. Um, I'd, I was, uh, we, they had karaoke and everybody was joking around and I had left or went to get a drink or something like that. And they signed me up for, um, a Hootie of the Blowfish song. Oh, uh, I wasn't paying attention. Perfect. And so what? I had to, I went and did, uh, all the want to be with you, but, that's um, amazing. But I'm with Ed. That would also be a good one to do. Yeah. I should put that on the thing. <laughs> there you go. I'm with Ed, though. I think I would do, like, um, Living on a Prayer or something. Oh, yeah. Nice. That's a good one. Yeah. Because, like, everybody loves singing that song. Right. Yeah. I would walk 500 miles, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Something yeah, everybody there you knows, go. Right? Yeah. You wouldn't do, uh, you know, One Week by Bare Naked Ladies. People like, I, we don't actually know this song. <laughs> right. yeah. We've just heard it a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> that That's the other thing, too, about karaoke is because I've been, my brother, uh, both of my brothers actually used to do it a lot. And I, I went out with them a couple of times just to watch because one of my brothers and he, he could sing us several songs very well. I was like, you almost, it almost needs to be an agreed upon thing. Like, okay, this is the night we're at the karaoke thing. People are going to really bring it and right. like do a good job. Mm, and this really? is the night we're just going to goof off and have fun. Cause it's the same thing. Like if somebody goes up there and kills a song, like legit kills yeah. it, nobody wants to go after that. It's right. like, okay, guys, right. now we're going to go to crazy town. <laughs> you know, nobody <laughs> yeah, wants to exactly. see that. Yeah, yeah. They want it more ruins killing the tone. <laughs> Unless yeah. you could go be really funny. Yes, that's true. Like mm-hmm. um, my buddy went and same thing, karaoke, somebody did really good. And then he went up and did a, and he's like a a little like skinny white guy, and he went and did Kanye West, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the whole place was cracking up because he was and murdered it. Yeah, he murdered it. Like he had all the words down and everything. So it's like, yeah, as long as you can be really funny, I feel mm-hmm. like you could follow up somebody who sang really well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you can you can be that transition. Some people they <laughs> yeah. go to karaoke to have fun, and some people go like to audition. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, get out of your falsetto. <laughs> and then you see that one person that's really mad because somebody else did their song yes. before they could. <laughs> right. And then they just pout the rest of the night. Like, yeah. well, no, they, I mean, they did, they did my song. Yeah, exactly. Quit. I was going to do ABBA and they're up there doing ABBA. Quit holding your ear to try and stay in tune. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ain't nobody need that. <laughs> yeah. We try to have a good time, man. Shoot. Mm-hmm. What else, Chris? Uh, outside of that, it's just been trucking as usual. Again, people are starting to come back into town. Uh, from all the vacations and different things that people are doing, we got a couple of different uh, photo projects that are going on. Um, and so we were going to, we have this video project that's coming up that we're having to figure out a location because our studio is kind of full. Cause there's like three different photo shoots going on at the same time. And there's not really room inside there for us to carve out like a little corner to set up a set and everything like that. So we're having to find another area and just a lot of other pre-production in and out kind of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll be doing that for a little while because the, the shoot got delayed a little bit. Um, so we have a little bit more time, which actually works out well because it gives us more time to prep and to really nail down all the specifics and everything. But that's probably going to be my my MO at work here for the next couple of uh, updates just because i know the the process that it's going to be going into and real quick i got to give a shout out to mr chowfee oh he had hit no. me up he had hit me up the other day we were chatting about up, on, uh, on twitter and he had gone to i believe it was at e3 when they had the e the ea play thing 
Mm-hmm. I believe that's the thing that he had got to go to and check it out and everything. And they gave out these little pins, like uh, commemorative pins that you can put on. And one of them was, it was Watson from Apex Legends. It was mm-hmm. like just her face. And he showed it to me. He's like, hey, yeah, I have extra one of these. Do you want it? I was like, yeah, sure. That'd be awesome. You know, thanks for thinking of me kind of thing. And so he sent me the pin and it arrived the other day. And when I opened it up, it also had another pin in there from EA Play that was Star Wars Fallen Jedi. And it was a Purge Trooper. Oh, and nice. so I was just like, oh, so he gave me, not only did he give me this cool little Watson pin, but he also gave me this little bonus pin in there that I wasn't even expecting. And I was just like, man, doggone it. Oh, that's People cool. In our community. That's awesome. Right. It's insane. Yeah. And I was really appreciative. And so shout out to you, Chalfie. Thanks for the, the little pins. They're awesome. They're on my backpack. And people are I'm walking in like, oh, yeah, that's like a Star Wars thing, right? Who's that girl? <laughs> like, yeah. well, let me explain here. It's Apex Legends. <laughs> you drop into an area and there's some monsters. You got to watch out for these dragons and grab these boxes. And oh, my gosh, it's crazy. <laughs> that's Sorry, hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly right. Sorry. And I then right next to my Overwatch <laughs> pin, they're like, Overwatch? What's that? And then it's yeah. a whole other conversation. It's <laughs> right. like, Willikers, what, did I op- what door did I open here? Right. <laughs> um, gaming front, that, I mean. Honestly, it's just been that Apex. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to finish out season two. I don't know why the same thing happened with season one. I'm sitting here trying to rush through it. One, I like playing the game, so obviously there's that that aspect to it. But two is like knowing that there's daily challenges. It's like ah, I gotta log in and see what they are. And, oh, I cannot mm. close out right. And then next thing you know, it's been two and a half hours, and and I've been playing nothing but Apex Legends. Yeah. Um, I'm at like I'm somewhere in the 70s, and it, it goes to 101 or 110, something like that. It has bonus levels after you reach 100. Um, so just trying to knock it out, even though there's still like something like 65 days left in the season. So I could take my time, you got plenty of time, but yeah, I'm just yeah. like, yep. nah, man, we got to do this. We got to get there kind of thing. I, I don't know. It's just something weird. I guess it's good to have a challenge in front of you and something that to strive right. towards kind of thing. Um, and that's pretty much it on the game front outside of, you know, the occasional hearthstone and whatnot. I did actually, Oh, you know what? I'm going to back up Nathan Dugas. And our Discord was asking me the other day something about he was he was chatting with me about um, Metal Gear Solid. He started playing that, and he made mention of it that he's playing it on the Vita, and that triggered something in my head. I completely forgot about the whole like that you can download games to the PlayStation Three and transfer them over to the Vita. I completely forgot that was a thing because I looked at Metal Gear Solid a long time ago. I was like, man, that should be on the Vita, and you can't buy it on the store, which I already own it, but you can't download it to the Vita from the store. But you can download it on the PlayStation 3 and then transfer it over to the Vita. So when he mentioned that, you know, I'm over here chatting with him and, and talking to him a little bit about Metal Gear Solid. And I was like, I'm totally going to do that. So I bust out the PS3, hooked it all up, and downloaded it and transferred nice. it all over to my Vita did last you? night. That's awesome, yeah, man. And I was, I was so elated that I did that. So thank you, number one, Nathan, for reminding me that that's the actual thing and that I hadn't done that. And then two... Now I got some Metal Gear Solid I can play in the bed. So that's going to be awesome. <laughs> nice. So super excited about that. And I'm just going to leave the PS3 hooked up for a little while and, and make sure there's not something else I'm needing to do with it or wanting to do with it before I pack her back up and put her back in the back in the closet. Right. And then power back up the Xbox One because I only I only had one. I was like, all right, one of you's got to go well, I, so I can plug in this other guy real quick. Well, Xbox, right. you're just sitting there. So I'm going to replace you for a moment. And then Rawr. I'll just move it back over here in a little bit. But... That that will be I will be getting some Metal Gear Solid on here shortly. There you go, the nice man. So, nice, yeah, outside man. Of that, pretty much just Apex. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I love it. I love it exactly. Oh wait, no, no, no. Got some Overwatch in last night. Sorry, got to mention. Got some Overwatch in last night with the the group. We did a bunch of custom game stuff with Ed and a lot of other people. That was a lot of fun. That was a man. Good time. It is it is so good 
I, the thing, one of the things I love about Overwatch is no matter how long I step away, like get occupied, you know, my brain by with some other game or something. Every time I come back, I have fun. I love yep. that game so much. Such a good game. Good. That's awesome. Agreed. Okay, that's that. it. Sorry. <laughs> Tim Router. Yeah, man. What up? <laughs> Oh, wait, that was Ed. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's channeling my, it, my yeah, inner sorry. Ed. Tim. Hey. Hey. Hi. <laughs> Cheerio. Why, yes, sir. How are you? Uh, not a whole lot's going on. Back to you. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> that's, that's actually, fair. it's it's been a kind of a roller coaster past week and a half. Um, oh, wow. uh, I've got good news and i got some bad news. Which one do you want first? Oh, can Ooh. we do the bad news first? Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, let's do, let's do the bad news. So, so my poor brother-in-law. Uh, he's a hunter, and he was out um, working on his tree stand to prepare for the season uh -oh. uh, coming up. And uh, one of his uh, tree stand straps broke, and he fell 15 feet. No, he didn't. Shattered his oh. heel. Shattered his heel. Mm. Like his oh. his heel is like massively jacked up. Now, fortunately, he's mm. a fireman. He's super responsible. He doesn't do anything in a tree stand without somebody else with him. So he was with his buddy. They were um, in the, the land that I think he owns or leases. And so uh, and he, you know, he was just out there uh, working and setting everything up. He was replacing the old straps with new straps. And he's kind of beating himself up because he's like, man, I usually he usually harnesses into the tree. There's a separate harness that you can use. And it's a, it's a safety precaution. Mm -hmm. And he's like, and I didn't do it. And I should have because that would have definitely helped break my fall and not break anything. I, I would have still fallen but it, it definitely would have uh, slowed it slowed it down and wouldn't have uh, mm. hurt as much but uh the poor guy so he had a massive cast all the way up to his knee he went to see Jeez. the the bone doctor and when they took his cast off he had the he took a picture it was so gross he had the biggest blood vis blood blister okay right <laughs> along right along the side Lord. of his his foot it it's looked so like gross a, guys look at this look it's so cool yeah, exactly. it was so cool it was fascinating so <laughs> this he's like smell this yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh you gotta smell it taste this so he so he um <laughs> yeah he, the poor what, guy what is he's, that with us right, he's so anxious to, to like get in and get this surgery going but they have to keep waiting because these blood blisters they got to get the infection out first and they and the swelling has Ugh. to go down before anything but i just felt really bad for the guy so we've been going down there and seeing him and we made a a meal for for him and Kara so that you know they don't have to do anything my mom um had an, uh, a wheelchair from when my dad had cancer and so i brought that down to him so everybody it's been nice everybody's been kind of rallying around him and just making sure that he's comfortable and now he's just kind of stir crazy he's going nuts and you know he works for the fire department so uh there's some guys that come by and and help him out all the time and so he's worried like he can't drive the truck it's his right foot so um he's he's basically out and we'll probably just have to be doing some desk work for the next probably three to six months. Mm. So uh, I feel really bad for him. But uh, yeah, that was that was not fun news. Last last Sunday, we got a text from that that happened. And so but he's he's definitely on the mend and Piper's gone down to see him, too. And, and so uh, we're on the road to recovery. Hopefully, hopefully he'll get surgery uh, next week, I believe. And apparently, according to the surgeon, it's like it's going to be like putting a puzzle piece back together. So there'll be pins and screws and all kinds of stuff. So fortunately, it was his heel. He went the way he fell. Well, yeah, 15 anything. feet. Yeah. And it could have been a lot of things. Else, yeah, it was it was nuts. So praise God. He's one of my buddies know, fell four good. feet and broke five ribs. So. Ooh. Oh, Ouch. It's all about yeah. how you land, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It is. It is Whether exactly. you're a ninja or not, apparently. 
Yes, <laughs> or a cat. My friend's not a ninja. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, then the good news. So I've been. I, I told you that my my nephew Liam uh, has been in Japan for the past like three weeks. He's been on this huge Japan. Oh, that's tour right. Because uh, he's a he's a professional kendama player. And yeah, the old ball and cup. The yeah, old ball cup and ball. cup. It, it is. It is essentially the Japanese version of a yo-yo or the Japanese version of a ball and cup. And Which I thought um, a yo-yo was the Japanese version of a yo-yo, but hey, that's <laughs> every day. Maybe it's the updated version of the yo-yo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I have no idea where but the anyway, yo-yo comes from. <laughs> he's, been, he, he's been doing this for a year. This was like a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for him. And the, the, the guy that sponsors him as a professional, he owns like a, a kendama company, Soul Kendama. And so he and three other guys went over to Japan and they they were gonna you know tour some places in Japan, but also they were gonna compete in a couple like small uh, kendama uh, uh, competitions. And then at the same time, there was the World Cup of kendama that happens in Japan as well. So they were gonna go there, and they're like they were gonna you know try they were gonna uh, apply and and try and compete and do all this fun stuff. Sure. And so they so they did. So Liam enters. And there's like 500 people that that enter, and it's a two day event. So you qualify the first day, and then the second day is the finals. And it's it's really interesting. You have to they have a list of different tricks that you have to do, and if you land them all, you know that advances you to the next layer. And then there's more tricks that you do. They kind of list it all out, and if you can land them completely, you continue to advance. So my freaking nephew places twelfth in the World Cup of Kendama out of nice. 500 people. He didn't even, he just wanted to qualify mm -hmm. and the dude killed it. No and way, good two, for him. I know, I'm so proud of him. Two of his other buddies like got in the top uh, 25, I think. So three <laughs> Americans, just kidding. right? <laughs> three Americans <laughs> in, like, go in and like crush it. That's so I'm, incredible. I'm, like it was insane. So he, uh, I've been living vicariously through him on inst Instagram stories. He's been posting a bunch of stuff, and we heard about it on our way back from London. So I was able to text him at the Heathrow Airport and be like, "Dude, I can't believe that happened." He's like, "Man, I'm so stoked. It was, it's so cool. Dream come true." So congratulations, Liam, dude. I can't believe it. Twelfth, he's twelfth in the world right now as a kendama player, and that's pretty amazing. So that's nice. uh, that'd be nice to be twelfth in the world for anything. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'm not. 12th in the world for jack squad no it, so it'd have to be you know, a very awesome. very specific thing i'm 12th in the world for yeah right like you'd have right. to you have to click a lot of filters like oh, okay <laughs> Gabe, i guess is 12th for that yeah there's a lot going on there a lot of paperwork yeah. for that <laughs> exactly um, it'd have to be like height color name <laughs> place i was born exactly so he comes back today i think he's been uh, he was traveling he was i think he stopped in la on the way back so i i think he's coming back so hopefully i'm going to uh, get together with him this weekend and just talk about all this stuff. And then he's off to the University of Alabama in like two weeks, which is crazy. So my nephew's growing up, man. I can't believe it. It's insane. So, I'm so, I'm so proud of him. So there's the good news. There's the bad news. Um, school starts next week for Piper. Next Friday, they start um, mm -hmm. and she will be a second grader, which is insane. Um, but uh, yeah, I think we're prepared. We're all ready. And I think she's excited for it too, which will be good. So we find out um, who her teacher is and uh who uh, hopefully some of her friends will be in that class as well soccer is going to start back up soon i just got that text from our coach so uh the world cup of soccer will begin again yeah. uh this fall and hopefully we'll see some improvements <laughs> in the world yeah 12th in the, 12th in the world yeah we're like 12th so, on the field out of 10 children exactly in that league 
<laughs> we'll be placing 12th out of 12 in that league. Yeah, so <laughs> it'll be it'll be good. I'm actually looking forward to it. Piper is too. It's it's always a lot of fun. Same pretty much the same group of girls, so it's it's fun to have all the parents come together and we always have a good time, so it'll be great. On the gaming front, 80% through Spider-Man now. Loving it, really kind of nice. trying to focus on getting that done, looking through those trophies, um trying to get that platinum going uh i'm definitely getting there which is great uh, there's a couple more hidden trophies which means i have a couple more main missions to do and once everything is unlocked then i'll i'll finish everything up and go to town but man i am just loving it and it's mm-hmm. it's so fun i've i've actually stopped over at the george washington bridge and looked over at fort lee where lauren and uh, her family used to live and i'm like yeah there's you know, i mean they have every detail down <laughs> they nailed it's it it's pretty they? cool they completely really nailed cool. it even going down by the brooklyn bridge and there's dumbo on the other side and, and there's buildings <laughs> taller buildings right there and that's exactly what it looks like so mm. i mean kudos to them for for all of the detail it's just amazing so i'm just i'm having so much fun with that game but dude this week has been hearthstone to the point where my wife is like are you gonna put that down and mm. talk with your family really several Ooh. times several times you said anything just new be- happened with y'all yeah that's what i thought <laughs> yeah exactly exactly so i don't know man i've just been back at it i've done wow. a couple of, i've been doing a couple of the solo adventures um and you know i've i've gone back i've gone ahead and unlocked all the heroes i've unlocked the tavern brawl and the arena and everything and now it's just collecting coins collecting coins and and trying to get as many cards i think i might end up buying um uh, some new packs that come up for this new uh DLC that's coming up, uh, which is August 3rd, I believe. But man, I'm just, I, I'm completely back in love with this game and it is so much fun. And nice. I like, I have been playing it like as much as humanly possible. It's insane. So I'm already back down. I went from level 50 down to level 20 in two days, something like wow. that. So I've just been <laughs> playing as many games as I can. And like, uh, like before, the Hunter class has always been my favorite class. Um, cause I, I just love some of the cards and the spells that they have. So I've been playing a lot of that and it's been a lot of fun and a little bit of clash Royale. And that's it for me. There you go. Only nice. a little bit. Yep. Edward. Yes, sir. Hi. Hi. How goes it? Hi. It goes well. Hi. Are you still a bachelor? I am. Sarah is out of town until Sunday, so I've got another, mm. uh, sweet party. Know, I'm coming right? up. Let's go. <laughs> About another week to go. Uh, Road trip. She finished up her Zumba convention uh, this Sunday, and now she's in Jacksonville with her brother for another week, and they're just hanging out, and she's going to the beach and going to the coffee shop down there and just uh, enjoying life and just taking a little break, uh, which is uh, which is good. I, I like that she's be able, being able to spend time with her brother down there, and you know they don't see each other very often, and uh, he's a real good guy, so it's, it's, it's good they get to hang out and be together for a few days. Yeah. Um, I've just Ooh. been, uh, yeah, just been batching it here with uh, me and the, the the pup and the kitty and just hanging out. Um, uh, this weekend, my brother and his wife and their daughter and my dad came over, introduced them to Into the Spider Verse, and uh, uh, had a nice mm-hmm. little movie night. Um, Ooh, that movie's good, man. It's so good. Are you kidding me? Still got to see that. I think I watched it like three times before they came over. It was just so nah. good. I did. <laughs> That movie is good, Tim. It's on Netflix. There's literally no reason now for anybody not to see yep. it. I know. I can't wait. It is so good. Like, just the style. Mm, yeah. The soundtrack. Oh, yeah. The soundtrack, yeah, just by itself is ridiculous. It's up there with, like, the Black Panther soundtrack, except mm. clean. 
Nice. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thanks, Kendrick. Well, I'm just saying, yeah. like, I feel like I can listen exactly. to the, Is it like a, I can listen to this one in the car with my kids. I can't listen to Black Panther soundtrack with my kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Right. Is the, would the movie with like Lauren and Piper like it, you think, yes. too? Is it like a, Oh, Piper would go nuts for it. Okay, cool. Good. Yeah, I don't know about Lauren, but it's awesome. Well, yeah, yeah. Lauren can be on the phone or do whatever. That's fine. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, like, I'm super. <laughs> I'm super excited to watch that. I really want Piper to see it too because I've heard so many. Amara loves it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, cool. All right, good. That's good. That's good fodder for, yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah, so well done. Um, after they uh, after we watched the movie, uh, they stuck around for a little bit, and my brother and his uh, his daughter they played the the game Thirty Nine Days to Mars, which uh, I'd mentioned before in the podcast. It's a fun little co op puzzler. You really have to communicate and talk. One person's controlling one hand. One person's controlling the other. And it's just a good time to just laugh and watch people struggle. And uh, it, it was a lot of fun. Um, Friday, Hollywood Bones came to town. Once yeah, again. what the oh, heck nice. is that about? That's yeah, awesome, it was, man. It was his birthday. And he said, hey, can I come up for the day? And I was like, of course you can. <laughs> so uh, he came up and uh, we played 39 Days to Mars. Oh, that's hilarious. And, uh, <laughs> And and the last time he was here, we played Overcooked, and it was funny because we sat there almost in silence, just two dudes do and like killing it. We went through <laughs> an, almost the entire game and just and barely said a word to each other. That's and, amazing. And about fifteen minutes into this game, Patrick's like, "I think we need to talk to each other. This is really <laughs> hard." <Yeah. laughs> That's awesome. So you definitely have to communicate in this game. It was a lot of fun. Um, we walked downtown, got something to eat, and it was just a really nice hang, you know? It's about a 20-minute walk, and so just walking down there, and then I think we stayed at the restaurant for like an hour and a half just talking and, yeah. and, and came back. It was just such a good hang. Um, we and tried you were someone's game. birthday present. That's nice. I know. Oh, that was really yeah. nice. I know. It was like a surprise. That's um, great. Uh, we played the Gears 5 tech test that they had going, and... Ooh. I've been a big fan of the last two Gears of War just because the campaign, the couch co-op has been so much fun. And the the campaign is, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of really good humor in there. And just, uh, it's a really good time. It's a very clever couch co-op at times where you're kind of like a way out where you're doing two different things. Yeah. Working toward the same mission. This tech test is really just, uh, it was more kind of like a Call of Duty online multiplayer test. Hmm. Uh, so it wasn't quite, we each kind of played like once and then we were like, yeah, we've played this This game. is familiar. Yeah. 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 So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't really, n- neither one of us are really into that kind of a game. And so we both played it once and we were good to go. Um, but yeah, it was a great day. Uh, other than That's this, awesome. I, I've been watching a lot of videos on Overwatch about the, the new 222 coming up, the, the new uh brigitte changes that are coming how that affects everything what's two 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 uh you have to choose uh, they have three twos so yeah you have to (laughs) (laughs) when you play you have to choose what category you're going to play healer damage or tank okay you can only have two of each on a team so it's two healers two damage two tank and that's going to be like the default from now on um what yeah now they'll have the classic overwatch in the arcade but from now on, you'll have to go in and say, I want to play a healer and uh, kind of uh, they're trying to find a way to kind of balance the game. And and so you don't have like, you know, you don't run into a team of just pure DPS and, you know, how do we get past this or whatever? So, um, wait, 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 that's the standard. Like if I just went quick play. Yeah. Yep. 
It's going to be where you have yep. to have two of each. It'll just say when you when you go in, it'll say what category do you want to play, and then it'll put you on a team. I don't know how it'll work in a group. Like if you're grouped up with people, I don't know how that works exactly. But uh, yeah, that's what that's what it will do. Um, My guess is that it's still going to make you choose that just in the uh, like you'll still so my understanding of how it's going to work for quick play mm -hmm. um is that you know when you go let's say you're solo queuing you're going to go in there you're going to be presented with a screen or something where you have to choose which category you want to be and then it throws you into matchmaking to try and team you up with other people that have chosen the other roles right i absolutely feel like this is a great idea definitely for overwatch yeah, I like that. this yeah. is a very good idea for competitive I think this is a ridiculous idea for quick play. I agree. Yeah. The yeah, games already take that, a long like, time yeah, to find people to play seemed, with. Well, there's definitely, there's that right there. And then the whole other, I just, I feel like this is going to push more mm -hmm. of the casual players away. Now, I, I like that they've said traditional or old school style quick play where you just pick whatever you want is going to be an arcade. And it sounds like it's going to be a mainstay, like always be there. That's I great. Hope so it should. But yeah. I just... I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm willing to give it a shot and wait and see how it happens. But for quick play specifically, I feel like this is a horrible idea. Yeah, I, yeah my knee jerk is to agree with that. Yeah, that's kind of how I was at first. Um, and then I was like, kind of like what Chris was saying, I'll give it a shot. I'll mm -hmm. see what happens. And then I, you know, I haven't played Overwatch from the beginning. I didn't realize when it first came out, you could have like three Symmetras on a team. In yeah, quick play. you can, and play. You can yeah. have a team yeah. full of Symmetras if you want. Right. Yeah. Right. And so that they... You know, and they made that change, and so I, mm -hmm. I, I'm kind of going in thinking, okay, it'll feel weird at first, but then maybe it'll be a thing where you know, a month down the road, oh my gosh, I forgot we used to, you know, yeah. it used to be like this. That's um, very true. It could be. I think it, it'll also help just as me being kind of the newer player. It, it will help with uh, finding more heroes to play and getting more comfortable with different heroes to play if yours that you've selected. Like if somebody else just picked it, you know, yeah, I don't I don't do tanks very well, very much. I usually do DPS. So, you know, it's good. I, I don't mind them force kind of forcing your hand a little bit, but that shouldn't be the default. That should be an arcade. It should be. Yeah, the exact I feel opposite. like it's backwards. Yeah. Yeah. It should be the exact opposite. But yeah. Um, yeah. We'll see. Well, I think it definitely we'll makes sense. As I was saying earlier for the competitive stuff, again, Overwatch sure. League and the competitive playlist, yeah. because yep. Yep. You, you really need to have strategy and, and a well-balanced team and all those kind of things and be able to not go up against like cheesy kind of compositions and ones that are very hard to overcome like goats and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I just, I don't know. My biggest fear, my number one biggest fear is that it already takes forever sometimes to get into a game. Yes. Most people want to play some form of DPS. Right. And if most people are queuing in, they're like, I'm, gonna, I'm choosing the DPS role. Like, what if there's only, let's say there's a million people playing, which I know it's more than that, but let's say it's a million people playing on your platform and 50% of them are wanting to play DPS. It's like, well, okay. Yeah. We need more people to queue up for tank and we need more people to queue up for healer. And I mean, for me in particular, I don't think it's going to be a huge problem because I have, a, I have a handful of characters in every category that I can play. It doesn't matter yeah. to me. You know, I can, yeah. I can fill in wherever, but I usually do that just in the game anyways. Like if I go in... And I see like nobody's wanting to play tank. Okay, I'll play tank. Nobody's want to play healer. I'll play healer or whatever. I don't mind right. filling in. But if I have to pre-queue before getting into the queue and they have to back all the way back out. And the other thing that they they made, made mention of, again, don't know how this works in a party, but when the game is over, it's going to kick you back to the pick your role screen before putting you back in the queue again. Uh, mm, yeah. So at least that's the way it was kind of explained early on. This is all still just hearsay until it actually is implemented. 
Right. But that just sounds like it's going to be a nightmare considering how long currently it can take to sometimes get into a game. Yeah. I, I'm just a little nervous about the whole thing. Yeah, I'm hoping the wait times aren't too bad. I'm glad that this new character, Sigma, that's coming mm -hmm. out is a tank that'll get more people to at least, you know, because they'll want to play him. Yeah, that's to, true. To go in the tank category. That'll be nice. Um, he looks tough, I must yeah, say. Yeah, he looks tough. The only thing that's a little weird to me is that, don't you think that, isn't it like proportionately heavy on the assault characters? Yes, yeah. Where there's like six tanks and then like, if 25 it feels like assault characters mm -hmm. you know what i mean that's another yep, thing yeah. that's a little bit of a bummer if you're like hey you can get pick two out of five over here or two out of 13 over here yeah i'm really curious um, to see how long it the wait times are just because i mean we'll wait a little bit while we skirmish or whatever but you know in general we're pretty spoiled as far as you know it's not like a lot of you know a lot of people that play games similar you know, they may have like a three minute wait or a five minute wait. And, uh, you know, we're, we're definitely a little spoiled in that in that regard. So I'm curious to see what happens. Yeah. Um, add, and add, add that to five o'clock in the morning. And, you know, my wait time is going to be like 30 minutes at this yeah. point. <laughs> it, already take, it already takes a while to well, get And him, we have to remember, too, that going. maybe because you chose a certain character, maybe it doesn't mean that it'll give it to you. Well, you, you don't have to choose the character. You no, just I mean, I'm sorry, the, the role. Class. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just thinking, I'm hearkening back to the Yeti thing where like... I think I think you're locked into that. Yeah. Because remember on the Yeti and the Hunter thing, you'd be like, I want to be a Hunter. And they'd be like, oh, sorry, you have to be a Yeti because for balancing issues. Oh, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's possible. That's yeah. not something I've seen them talk about, but hey, it's a possibility, especially if, okay, we don't have people that are yeah, we signing don't have up for this. But then I feel yeah. like that's that too could be problematic because if a person signed up like, I'm going to play DPS, and then they're like, no, nah, guess what? Instead, you're a tank. They'll just back out probably. Yeah. And go get another probably. game where they can't play DPS or whatever they want to do. Yeah. I don't know. It they got I feel like they've got to have confidence in it. They wouldn't be pushing forward with it if they didn't feel like they had it kind of figured out. So Yeah. I, I'm willing to give it a go, but I, I am a little bit nervous about it. I think one thing it'll do is it might might make me play competitive a little more just because instead of one SR skill rating score. Mm -hmm. You'll have three separate ones. You'll have a healer one, a damage one, and a tank one. And you can kind of see, oh, wow, I, I'm, I'm better at this than I thought I was. Mm -hmm. And you'll mm -hmm. get actually more competitive points mm -hmm. if you have three separate SR scores. So I thought that's kind of cool. It might be a kind of a cool way to gauge how I'm doing. Am I as good as I think I am in a certain role? That kind of a thing. Yeah. Uh, so I do like that idea of the three different uh, skill rating things. And they'll they'll put you in a match also compared to your category skill rating. And, and I think that's pretty cool, but yeah, I'm, I'm really curious to see how it affects just the whole quick play element of it and, and, and what happens with that. Mm -hmm. Um, otherwise, uh, other than that, I picked up Wolfenstein young blood, uh, and, um, I'm, I mean, a big Wolfenstein fan, real excited to get into it. I played about the first hour of it and it is a, um, you can play it solo or you can play it with a friend. I was kind of bummed to find that you can't play it couch co-op with a friend. Mm. Um, oh, you can't? Huh. You can't. No, which is kind of a bummer. Um, and and I, I decided to, I, I enjoy, it's Wolfenstein. I enjoy it. I enjoyed it. Um, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to wait. And, and as fun as this is, I'm going to wait and play this with a friend. So I've got a couple people who have said, hey, I want to play this with you. And I'm definitely on board. So looking forward to coordinating time so we can get together and play more of that because 
Like I said, I love Wolfenstein and uh, looking forward to getting more into that. I picked up Sea of Solitude this week. Um, yeah. It was a game that's getting a lot of really good buzz. I didn't care for it. Shoot. Um, I'm in the minority, though. Everyone else seems to really, really like it. It just didn't click with me. So I, I take that with a grain of salt just because I didn't like it on this one. I'm in the vast minority. So um, just was, it wasn't a huge uh, price to get in. So I'm not, I wasn't too bummed about not finishing it. It wasn't a rage quit. It was a, I don't know if I like this, quit. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, a matter of taste, quit. Exactly, yeah. exactly. The I'll try the cherry pie instead, quit. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, Harry Potter, Wizards Unite on the phone, and uh, that's been it for me. There you nice. go. Nice. Mr. Patillo. Yeah. You golfing? You working on something around the house? What you doing? Man, oh, man. it's busy over here. To be on break, it's yeah. busy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but the stance was flew through town this That's last right. weekend. Man, it was a good time. Good time to see them get the families so back glad together. You they guys were, got to get together. Good deal. Yeah, they were here like two years ago, probably. Mm. Oh yeah, yes, um, that's right. And we uh, and we were kind of all looking at pictures and seeing, you know, because you know adults don't change that much in two years, mm-hmm. but the mm-hmm. kids do. Yeah. And so um, I think when they came, maybe it was like a year and a half ago. Um, you know, Milo's still in like the stroller and couldn't walk mm-hmm. and, you know, just seeing, you know, his kids were only, um, seven feet tall at the time. Now they're like right. 13 feet tall. <laughs> Giant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and so, um, it was just great hanging out with, uh, Jason and Becky and the kids, Noah and Colin. And so, um, it was just, it was a, it was a great time to be able to like see them real quick and love on them before they had to fly back home to Seattle. So it's, 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 I explained last week, but it's just nice that it, their side of the family is all on this side of the country. And so mm-hmm. they have to fly out of Nashville when they're seeing um, Jason's family. Maybe they don't have to, but they do. And so uh, it's always nice to kind of see him, whether they're coming in real quick or, or leaving out. So uh, that was really nice. Nice. Um, gosh, what else happened? <laughs> I don't even know. Besides, like that was kind of the hi- highlight of the weekend uh, for mm-hmm. for me and Jenny and being able to reconnect with those guys. Um, man, I really want to finish off Detroit. I feel like I'm right there. Oh yeah, yeah. but man, Apex though. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a problem. It's but a that problem. Apex, though. It's funny. a problem. I haven't had a problem like this in a long time. Where I, <laughs> I just me with Hearthstone, man. I have a problem. Yeah, I just can't focus on anything else. You got to get back on the road again, man. And that's what it is. Yeah, right? I got to get back on some janky internet, and uh, and that'll be that'll be definitely an encourager. That'll do it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And so, um, let's see. I'm headed to Texas this weekend. I wish that I was uh gonna be anywhere close to Chris, mm. but I'm not. We're gonna be in like a bunch. Where are of you going? Cities I've never heard of. Uh. Midland, oh yeah, uh, Hidalgo. You ever heard of Hidalgo, Texas? That was a no, great not movie. That one. Great movie, Morrison. though. Yeah, yeah great movie. <laughs> I was gonna say I've heard that movie. Yeah, and uh, Austin. I have heard of Austin. Yeah, never I've heard, heard of it. that one too. Never, yeah, never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> then, Been there a time or two. Exactly. Nice, Ed. Nice. <laughs> then we're uh, coming back, and so um, we kind of fly out there and drive back. Mm. So, you know, we'll see. It'll be fine. You finish up that Detroit then. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I guess I could take it on the plane, huh? That's the only problem. Oh, 
Actually, I think we're loading. Anyway, yep, that's true. Maybe I'll do that. The, the only problem is with, with traveling on the bus is it feels like you have to lock down a room to, you know, because the bus has the front oh, lounge where yeah. everybody hangs out, the bunk area, then the back lounge. So if I start up the PlayStation in some serious game like that, you kind of feel people like kind of walk in and they, they kind of give you like, oh, sorry, I did. Sorry. And you're like, no, 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 mm-hmm. no. I'm just wait, no, sorry. Like, just we can just be playing a game. And yeah. uh, but so we'll see. Uh, I don't know. Um, so maybe I will. Maybe I won't. It's one of those things where I wish that like, number one, the Internet's janky. But number two, like remote play has just not been th- that good for me. To yeah, where I'd mm-hmm. want to take the DualShock on the road and do it through my place, to, uh, do it through my laptop. Maybe I'll try it because that's the path of least resistance. As far mm-hmm. as like, I always travel with my laptop and you know stuff like that. So maybe I'll try that. I just don't see it going. Wouldn't well. hurt. Yeah, could hurt. I no, could I mean, accidentally yeah. kill kill somebody on the couch. one true. of my characters. Be like, oh, doggone you, remote play. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, pretty boring around here. Nice. Yeah, we're just it's it's fine. Uh, I'm trying to think. It feels like there was something else. I just finished the film. That's it. That's No, no, I think that's it. Um. All right. Um. You said that game. I forgot. I I uh, platinum Detroit this weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, nice. I totally meant to congratulate you on that because I know that you just that's awesome, dude. Because I know you've been playing the heck out of that game. (laughs) It was fun. It's a tough one. What do you have to do to platinum it, Ed? Everything. You have to. uh, You have to replay that game a lot. (laughs) Oh really? (laughs) You have to get like most outcomes or something crazy. Yeah, you have to have. uh, Kill this guy as many times as possible. Um, uh, end the game with everyone alive. End the game with this happening. Uh, so yeah, oh, you got to play. Through. And because one event triggers others, you have to kind of go back and okay, where do I have to go cut this fork off so I make sure I get this ending? Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. I used a walkthrough. Oh, <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then how how much stuff opened up to where you were like, wait, what? Like quite a bit still. <laughs> really? Like, yeah. even though you've known the game, you've seen it played by other people, there was still surprises. I still had a, a, a completely different final act for someone that was action packed that I had no idea was sitting there waiting for me. Wow. Really? Yeah. Dang it. Dang. <laughs> That's Dang. awesome. Like it's, it's something That's I tough. really want to do. <laughs> I was gonna say, for someone who doesn't replay things, does that give you stress? Knowing yes, that there's always ways does. that you are not gonna ever see. You're doggone right about that. You that's that's <laughs> the nail and the hammer. That's, he's stressing now. Might man. be the are kind of getting... thing that spurs on change and you, no. as you replay things. No, 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 no. Oh, we okay. grow. We grow together. <laughs> well, the whole the whole problem is like I'm having a hard enough time getting through it the first time. Yeah, mm. that's true. So getting yeah. through it a. Uh, I, seven times is probably definitely not going to happen. And like, I've already got like that stress on me. Like not that it's a huge deal, but like I'm probably not going to be able to do my new year's resolution this year. And that sucks. Uh, What what was it again? Remind me five 2019 games beaten. Mm. And I think I've beat one beaten one. Well, each time you get a win at apex count that as beating it. There you go. <laughs> That's not a 29. Oh, that, <laughs> is go. that a 2019 game? Holy crap. 
Yeah, it came out in February. Did it really? Is that it? Yep. Jeez wow. Louise. Dropped out of the blue and I think it was February. Might have been March, but I, I think it's February. That's crazy. That's amazing. Um Yeah, man. Tim Router. So 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 oh yeah. <laughs> you got it? So 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 uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well let's do All right, new releases, here we go. Blackout Club for the PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Mutant Year Zero, Seed of Evil for the PC, PS4, Xbox mm. One, and Switch. Ace Combat 7, Skies Unknown, ADFX-01, Morgan DLC. Whoa. Um, Fortnite Season 10, August 1st, dropping. Yep. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And of course, and as always, Madden 20 for the PC, PS4, oh, and Xbox One. Comes out August 2nd. There we go. Uh, we did have um, a couple oops. Nathan Dugas, you can buy a single Joy-Con for $50. What? Or a set for $80. That's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That, and then uh, Ryan Strong. Uh, Portal 2 did have a ping communication system when playing co-op similar to Apex. So there was a well, ping I system. I wonder what oh, really? you would ping. Like, I'm gonna go through this portal right exactly <laughs> i don't know i never played portal 2 so i don't know what else there was to do i mean i'm sure there was block moving and and whatnot but sure yeah, yeah. i don't know interesting this. did not yes, know that very good thank you very much for that um i forgot to do npd last week so let's do it this week shall we yeah we've got npd for june this Ooh. is u.s um sales ba 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 no there's no ba 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 oh, here okay. we are down we oh, are no we are down to m -m 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 -m. so it's 959 m -m million, mm. which is 13% lower than last year. Uh -oh. And that's a combination of video game hardware, software, and accessories. Basically, hardware sales are continuing to plummet for Microsoft and Sony as this current console generation is coming to an end. So nobody's really buying hardware as much uh, because of that. Sure. Um, but we do have some interesting stuff on best-selling games. Here we go. Number 10 for June, Days Gone. Number oh, nine. Oh, yeah. Wow. Forgot about that. Yeah, that right, was a game exactly. that came out. Ed beat Not, it. Yeah. yeah, you and Ed, you you platinum it, didn't you? No, no. No. Let's not get crazy. But he beat it. Yeah. Yes, you did beat it. Uh number nine, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Number eight, NBA Mario 2K19. Kart? Wow. Always, man. Always. Number seven, Marvel's Spider-Man. Ooh. That's hey, there you that's go. very cool. Oh. That was number breaking all kinds of records, too, right? That Spider-Man. It's crushing. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the highest selling superhero? comic book video game or yeah, superhero yeah, video superhero game or game. something like that. Mm. It's great. Number six, Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Number five, hmm, Minecraft comes back in. Wow. Number number four, Grand Theft Auto Five. Number yep. freaking four. Twenty fifteen game mercy. people. What happened? number th number three, Mortal Kombat eleven. Mm. Number two. Two, Crash Team Racing Nitro Fuel. Crash Bandicoot. And, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, right? I just think about old games that are still on the thing. Yep. And number one, Super Mario Maker 2. So consumers, consumers are still hungry for software, even though they aren't buying many new consoles. And that leads to situations where big new games are selling very well. And that's what happened with Mortal Kombat 11 and Crash Team Racing and Super Mario Maker 2. The excitement for the new Spider-Man movie, Far From Home, also drove fans back to Sony's hit game, 
Spider-Man. And it's also worth noting, Red Dead Redemption 2 has not replaced Grand Theft Auto 5 as Rockstar's money-making right. game. Yeah. G GTA 5 ended the month as number four best-selling game. Red Dead has dropped down to number 12 behind Rainbow Six Siege. It makes sense. Did, but didn't uh, Red Dead there, I know that their online, Red Dead Online, whatever it's called, has been there a while, but didn't it only really just officially crank out? Like, wasn't it in a big, long beta version, really? I don't think that has anything to do with it. I think that's the only reason it has to do with it, because I think the only reason, the main reason, that, or not the only reason, but the main reason GTA keeps staying in place is because you have to buy that game to play GTA Online. Yeah, but I also think, And like, that's where I think everybody's spending all their time They also in GTA release online. their, onla their uh, casino yeah, uh, online which is in GTA too, Online. Yeah, yeah, I also think, yeah. though, the draw between the times are just different. I agree. I think people yeah. would rather play the characters in Grand Theft Auto than the Wild Wild West. I do agree yeah. with you that Grand Theft Auto is probably overall has more appeal, but I feel like the reason that I feel like it's more indicative that their online stuff isn't quite all up to snuff yet, that it's not doing better than it did. It may still not beat GTA, but I think the reason that it's such a disparity is because the online stuff is much well established in GTA as of now, whereas in Red Dead, it's just getting going. Right, I feel yeah. like six months, a year down the road, we're going to see, it may not be beating, overtaking GTA, but I feel like Red Dead Online, when it's off and popping, it'll go up higher, unless they, it's just not interesting. I mean, that's possible. But. Right. I think right. it's going to be that one. Like, I, I don't know if you get like the, you know, in GTA, what I think can, you know, you can get the shiny new things where does mm -hmm. anything feel new and shiny in Red Dead, you know what I'm saying? Right. Mm -hmm. Everything feels it's slow and uninteresting. Shiny nickel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <sighs> Well, and especially yeah. when if you've got so much invested in GTA already, yeah, it's like, do I want to start all over again, or do I want to keep rocking with my millions of dollars I've got here in GTA? Interesting. Yep. Yeah, that's very true. That is. Oh, I meant to uh, say this last week. Uh, some sad news, Rut, uh, for, and for all you '80s babies out there, uh, Rutger Hauer passed away last week. He was mm -hmm. in Blade Runner and Batman Begins, and so I was like, that's kind of oh, sad. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Shoot. Yeah. He, you know he him was, if you see him. Yeah, you would totally know him. If he you was in him. Batman Begins? Yeah. I didn't know that either. What? Huh. I did not know that. I don't. I've only, that's the one I've seen the least of those three, but. Yeah. But, but for me, he was uh, he was just huge in Blade Runner. And then he did a, a lot of like those 80s B movies, which is always awesome. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. R.I.P. to Riker Howard. That is it for me. Back to karaoke with Chris. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm practicing. I got to get ready for the next game. Yeah, exactly. Get out of your falsettos. <laughs> Not what this is for. <laughs> oh, man. He was also in the, the lead character in that game Observer that was out uh, by Bloober Studios, the people that did Layers of Fear. He was in their follow-up game. He was the lead character in that. Oh, really? Yeah. I did not know yep. that. Interesting. He was also uh, in Kingdom Hearts 3. Look at that. Hey. So I did hear him as of recently. That was my See? only 2019 game I beat. It was Kingdom Hearts 3. He was also uh, in the British military. I made oh. that up. He did. He was not. <laughs> I, was about to say, I was like, he's from the Netherlands. That's weird. <laughs> I yeah. thought we were he's saying Danish. cool things. So I was like, oh, I got something. We were just making up things. That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, back, to, back to you and your fake news. I just wanted to be part of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to feel he included. He's not, an 80, he's not an 80s baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Go sit in the, the corner, the real Chris. 007. Imagine that. He <laughs> <laughs> was based off his life. Oh. <laughs> He hated uh, cheese. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, back to you. 
Yes. Yes. Uh, so just to uh, have a few sales numbers because it's getting that time where we have just like with the MPD, as he was mentioning, we have some other thing information about some different things they want to chat on. Nintendo, or excuse me, Sony. Yeah, has officially exactly. surpassed 100 million PS4 sold this last wow, quarter. They yeah. sold 3.2 million, which has put them square at 100 million PS4 sold. So that puts them, uh, if you're excluding handheld consoles, that puts them at third place in the list of of home like traditional style consoles. Hmm. Uh, the Wii, the, I believe the Wii had 101.6 something like that. So it's Oh, wow, it seems okay. like it's all but inevitable that they are going to overtake that and then take that number two slot that'll be right behind the PlayStation 2, which is sitting pretty at 155 million. Goodness I don't know gracious. if it'll end up taking over that. No, it won't. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's probably going to cement itself, at least for the time being, uh, on, at second place. And then we'll just have to see if next gen, one of the systems, like is a real huge standout and, and overpasses it uh, going forward. One other thing that they had mentioned in the earnings call that I thought was kind of interesting is Sony revealed that digital download shares had passed the 50% mark. Wow. Meaning that now yeah. more people are purchasing digital than physical for their system. Mm. I thought that was interesting. I think that's the first of any of the people that report those type of that type of data mm-hmm. that it's crossed over the 50% line to, you know, you know, the majority, so to speak. Right. Uh, so that was interesting. I mean, I feel like it's thing that we all expect to happen at some point anyways, but to see it actually start to act uh, to happen is something that I was like, all right, well, I, I kind of was expecting it to be next gen where that really, really made the big, huge push. Mm-hmm. Um, but it looks like it's moving that way for Sony. And then also Nintendo Switch announced that they have hit 36.8 million Switch systems. Uh, and their their sales numbers are the their, their growth is tracking right on par with the PlayStation 4. So I had mentioned earlier that, you know, the PlayStation 4 is likely going to move up in that number two slot unless something overtakes it. The way that the Switch is selling, if it continues on this trajectory, it could meet it right there or pass it, you know, somewhere down the road. It depends on how quickly Nintendo comes out with another version of hardware. And I, I would assume that, I don't know how this stuff all gets reported, but I'm assuming like the light switch and whatever this new longer battery version of switch just counting those same numbers maybe the light switch doesn't maybe that's kind of counted as a separate separate device i'm not really sure how that i would, would go. think they would count it as the same thing it made it I know sound the like in the article that they were going to yeah i know the playstation 4 and 4 or and the pro just like the xbox one and xbox yeah. one x those count as just xbox or oh, just yeah, playstation yeah. so i'm assuming it'd be the same for the switch but i didn't know if it was different enough because it can't dock to a tv that i i don't know i just i'm not sure how that all gets quantified mm. yeah but still super impressive numbers for it. i would think that like mixed in the 3ds numbers was the new 3ds yeah they wouldn't have started over like and the new 3ds has sold five thousand units you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. they just right lump them all together i think what two is really interesting about this number one that digital is overtaking physical that's very important uh especially for developers uh, mm-hmm. because there's just more money in digital than physical. You know, you can't mm-hmm. resell, you can't, you know, things like that. Um, but what's crazy, I was I was wondering how come we felt the Wii's sales more than the PS4 sales? It felt like, is it just because the Wii had the better out of the gate? Probably, right. Than the PS4? Because it felt like they're sold out everywhere. Oh, you got to try to get your hands on one. Like, it felt like I felt the Wii sales more than I felt uh, the PS4 sales for them to end up really close to each other. It's crazy. Well, yeah. I, I think 
it's it's a couple of things. One, be it real or not, because you know people debate it one way or the other. But there's the whole fact that you know Nintendo has the scarcity, so to speak, all the time. Whether or not it's deliberate or or something they actually make happen to make it seem more popular than it is at the moment, or or enticing, mm-hmm. they have that, which there's always hard to get. Whenever a new Nintendo comes out, it's usually difficult. And then two, the Wii was one of those consoles where people of all walks of life were interested in it. Yeah. Whereas the PlayStation 4, I don't feel like appeal to your grandma or these other people. It was just the gamers and the gamers were at a point where they were really looking for something new and different. And, and, you know, they had the whole really good out of the gate with all the correct, you know, so to speak, air quotes here, messaging and the right price and and all that kind of stuff. It just was kind of like lightning in a bottle type of thing. Cause the PS4 is still the fastest selling or the console to get to 100 million, the fastest. So even got to hundred million faster than the Wii did. Mm-hmm. But like you're saying, it feels like the Wii was just gangbusters from the very get-go and just always stayed that way, even though the timelines and you look at the, the data and stuff, it, there may be some variance there. Do you think but it's the, the Wii, Wii was just... It's just... It's how you played it, right? Like it was... I we think had, so. We had not so had that yet. We were, it was still in the controller age when they introduced kind of this... You know, and of course, there's other things that did it, but like mm-hmm. I felt like the Wii was the first thing to say like... Almost everything you're going to play like this. And, you know, the, all the mm-hmm. commercials are people up and jumping around and, and doing things. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, um, Pokemon Go. It wasn't the first time to ever do that. But maybe it was just better and more polished. You know, so many things are timing. We talk about it all the time in music. Mm-hmm. Like, just because a song is good doesn't mean it goes number one. Like, yeah. sometimes all the stars have to align. You know, and, and when we go back and look at the numbers, too, you know, being a a PlayStation guy over a 360 guy, you would think if you just used your pop culture knowledge mm-hmm. that the 360 slaughtered the PS3. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't the case. Like the mm-hmm. PS3 ends up outselling the Xbox 360. And so yeah, at the end of the, yeah, at the it's end. such a marathon. It's such a marathon with those consoles too, though. So mm-hmm. it's, it's one of those things where they, they didn't come out, like gangbusters, but it was just a slow roll, which to me, I think is always a better way to do it. And and it's, it, I feel like you get a more organic um, install base. And I think it's, it just kind of sets the tone for, for a better, better console sales for you anyway, if you can not just lightning fast come out at the gate and then you peter out. But if you have longevity, that's always a great thing. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I mean, just looking at some of these numbers and some of the graphs they put up, like even to think that the PS4 also beat the PS2 to that number where the PS2, yeah. you know, ends up selling more than, you know, the, the PS4. But that's just, yeah, I don't see the PS4 getting there only because of backwards compatibility with the PS5 mm-hmm. um, where, mm-hmm. you know, we had the backwards compatibility at first with the PS3 to PS2, but then that pretty quickly went away, it felt like. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of needed to have a PS2, not that you were going out and buying new ones at that point, but man, that's interesting. Hmm. And the whole, the whole, um, DVD player thing, which back then for the PS2, that was a huge reason because the PS2 was a, a little bit similar in is the Wii where like you would, people you didn't expect to be buying a game console, bought a game console because it was also a DVD player. Yep. So yep. there were, there were, you would find maybe not grandmas, but you would find, you know, people or parents that would buy one and they'd have it in their living room because they're using it as a DVD player back then, not because they're playing games. Whereas the Wii, I think it, it literally just appealed to a lot of people. A lot of people were like, oh, I want to do the little bowling or I want to play the tennis where I swing the controller. Like that right. would appeal to even, you know, the casual people that 
didn't really care about gaming. That looked like a fun thing to do for 10 minutes and, you know, or whatever at a time. It had just had that kind of mass appeal that just really everybody could gravitate. Everybody could understand how that worked. Whereas mm-hmm. a, a traditional game where you're having to move a D-pad and hit buttons on certain areas to do things, that can be a little more intimidating to someone who's not really a gamer than just, you know, move this wand this way and hit that virtual ball, you know? Yeah. That's a lot more like, oh, I can wrap my head around that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely helped the Wii uh, in the early days mm-hmm. and then throughout that its lifespan. Yeah, that's so crazy, man. The numbers are just... Yep. They they definitely tell such a different story, Chris. Like you're saying, um, yep. from what we believe is going on. Um, that's awesome. So I don't know if you guys were ever this, Chris. Maybe you were a little bit. Were any of you guys homebrew guys? Like, did you ever hack your phone or do anything like that? Nah. Coming up. Uh, I no, I didn't. I mean, there were a few things that I did. Uh, but nothing. I never got really super into it. I was always scared of breaking something and not having the money yeah. to buy another one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right>. So, <laughs> yep. Yes. Yeah. 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 Um. Well, I. It's a website I used to go to all the time. It's called um XDA Developers. Um. Just from back in the day where I used to hack my phones all the time because I used to like be really into because it was Android and because you you could. I was always into hacking my phone. So like, and I hacked my PS P which one had the IR uh, sensor on it. I think it was the PSP. I don't was remember which one had an IR sensor, but I do know the PSP was big in the homebrew community. Yeah. So it's probably that one. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, you know, after I'd kind of gotten my, cause like Chris is saying, I don't want to break anything because I'm not trying to buy it over again. But um, after I'd kind of done my thing with the PSP, I started getting into the homebrew thing and seeing all the things that you could put on there. And they, the hackers have been at it with this Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And they are, they've been trying to hack it every other kind of way. And obviously it's Nintendo, so things are locked down pretty tight. But as we know, we've said it on the podcast before, hackers are amazing. And they pull off things that you wouldn't think possible. And now they've got um android running on the nintendo switch which i really want to try like i i mean really yes only because um because they can do this it just opens up the switch to being this thing that like the thing you want it to be Mm -hmm. you know like as of now i don't think there's netflix or hulu or any of that on on the Nintendo, I think YouTube's on there though, right? I can't remember, but mm. I've never done YouTube on my on my Switch. But the Switch would be a great place for Netflix and Hulu, and you know, it's it's a it's a big phone. You know what I'm saying? It's a big yeah, really. mobile device, and so and it's not the weakest thing on the planet. And so, man, oh man, <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> now everything obviously is still in hack world, and they Nintendo is not putting their stamp on any of this, but I think the Switch, at the end of its life, if it were to open up to Android, I think that, like, yowzers. I think it could be a really cool thing. I don't know mm. what other device out there besides the Nintendo Switch. Um, you know, the PSP was kind of like this, you know, when I was messing around with it, but it still felt really archaic, um, even yeah. when I was doing it at the time. I was like, oh, this is really jarbly, and, like, you know, the screen's mm-hmm. small and low res, and it's... But man, if the switch like 
I could see it having just a huge homebrew community and turning into something really special. They have a decent, as I understand it, a little homebrew kind of community thing going on for the Vita as well. But I never really looked into it super because, hmm. again, I don't. I have one Vita and I don't want to jack it up. Right. I right, want right. to buy another one, so I didn't mess with it. But I do know that there's been a lot of different things, especially now that the Vita is, you know, end of life kind of thing and, and not really worrying about it. It's like people are figuring out how to break that. And it's like Sony's not more than likely not going to worry about putting out another patch to block it again kind of thing. You know? Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I mean, like, because of, I guess because of the innards or whatever, they've been able to get, like, the NVIDIA Shield stuff going on mm-hmm. it, so people are playing Portal and Half-Life 2 and things like that on <laughs> Nintendo, which you would have never, ever played Crazy. on Nintendo. And so, I, listen, I don't know. I just love it. I think hackers and the things they do are pretty incredible. I think they're they're almost an... Not that they're evil, but they're a necessary evil. I think it's something that keeps us honest. It keeps mm-hmm. security high. Uh, we need people that are poking and prodding and trying to figure out things um, because things can get better. And I think that sometimes we're like, oh, that could never happen on X, Y, Z. And then mm-hmm. a hacker does it. And you're like, oh, well, the thing happened on the X, Y, Z. And yeah. so um, I just I don't know. I liked this when I saw it. And they were saying in this story from The Verge that the hybrid uh, console gets access to Netflix, YouTube, Spotify, Twitch and a bunch of other, you know, Android apps that you would be, you know, playing on your phone. But because of the touchscreen and everything like that, you can play it on Nintendo Switch. It's called Switch Root Android. Mm. So if you want to go check it out over on the XDA developers forums, go do it. I think it's super cool. I love this, though. The Fortnite World Cup. The Fortnite World Cup was this last week. Yeah, it was. Which was very cool. Um, I didn't watch a whole lot of it, but funny enough, um, one of my buddies, his name's Nick West, he was on the road with us for a while doing video and um, lights and stuff like that. And then he moved on to uh, bigger and better pastures with Taylor Swift and and all these other people. And he sent me a text the other day. And uh, and he was like, well, so I'm here. And I was like, what's here? And he's showing me all this scaffolding and everything. Hmm. And he was a camera guy at the World Cup. Oh, that's oh, awesome. Fortnite World Cup. And I was like, oh, that's open. That's sick. He's. I was like, where is it at? And he's like, it's where they do the U.S. Open. It's at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. And I was like, oh, that's super cool. I love tennis, like I've talked about. Um, and so he was just talking about how it's a little janky behind the scenes just because Mm. that's where he's at. But yeah, so the Fortnite World Cup uh, happened and people won a lot of money. That's for sure. A lot of young people won a lot of money. Yes, sir. Like people that still live at home. Yeah. And um, Mm -hmm. so what I didn't know was that the Fortnite World Cup had online events over 10 weeks between April and June to get the people together to place for this. And what you would do is, I guess every other week, they would have these, you know, big regionals that people could play in. And if you placed in the top 10 of that, then you would get down to a smaller group, get down to a smaller group. And this was going every other week between solos and duos uh, until, you know, they reached all the people that they were going to have come out for the world cup. And then you got paid to come. I didn't know that. I just figured you went for free. You got paid a lot of money to come. So Hmm. players that reached the finals Mm -hmm. got 50, thousand dollars each just for reaching the finals and so what i loved about this was it put a it put a a, 
I don't know what the uh, a good word for it is, but it put a price on the fact that you're good at this and like we're not asking you to just come for free or we're not just paying for your travel or whatever, yeah. but we're putting big money just like if you were to do a be a pro at a lot of sports that we're used to. You know what I'm saying? People don't right, obviously don't right. play for free or get just feel like, oh, we get to go to the World Cup, so we're gonna, you know, I'll I'll pay whatever to get there. And so right. fifty thousand dollars was a lot of money. Yeah. Um, with the total prize for solos being three million dollars and for duos being split uh three million dollars uh and uh i just i thought this was really cool i wish i would have watched it i didn't watch it though did you guys mm. watch any of it i didn't see it uh, no I, I didn't even know what was going on honestly oh really until after the fact yeah yeah so the solos winner kyle booga gearsdorf um won three million dollars i think he's 16 years old or something like that yeah something crazy um he got to go on fallon which is super nice cool yeah and so they gave him a little uh spot on there you know i don't know and this might just be the growing pains of the thing like once your thing starts hitting pop culture i'm gonna imagine this is how like emo kids felt with emo started like kind of taking over in the 90s where you look at it as something that's a huge part of your life but then when you hear other people talk about it they make it sound kind of stupid so like all you kids like dress in black or, you know what I'm saying? Like those kind of mm-hmm. questions. And so like, I felt like I haven't watched Jimmy Fallon in a while, but I felt like Fallon kind of did that with this. He was like, so like, what's your day look like? And he's like, like a school day or a regular day. He's like, I don't know. Like, let's go with the weekend. He's like, oh, I get up at, you know, noon and the whole place groans. Oh gosh. Yeah. gets up at yeah. noon. Must be the rough <laughs> life. But you're like, do, do we not anybody remember being teenagers? Like, didn't we yeah. all sleep as long as we could? Absolutely. Exactly. And he's probably playing Fortnite till one in the morning anyway. <laughs> yeah. exactly. He's probably so. playing till four in the morning. Like, probably getting honest, the same amount of sleep as regular people. We probably mm-hmm. all still wish we could sleep until noon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, oh, man. I'm definitely not a morning guy. Um, I know Tim is, but yeah. I definitely would sleep till noon if I could. My wife would sleep till three. <laughs> right that's amazing um so so happy for kyle um three million dollars um and it seems like you know it's a it's a slow grow for all these guys right he talked about fallon talking to him about like what your parents think when you were first doing this and he was talking about doing little tournaments in town and coming home with a hundred dollars and and mm-hmm. things like that and working his way up and then you you know you get signed to a team and and i don't know how it works with like adidas and nike like but do they they supported some of these things, though, right? We know Under Armour did and and stuff like that. So yeah, they're sponsors. Yeah, so. so I know that they're bringing in more money than we probably all realize. Yeah. Um. So I just you know when when your thing gets brought to the main stage, like every time I get excited when I see Overwatch on ESPN or ABC, and then you know Apex was on there a couple weeks ago, and I was texting these guys like Apex is on ESPN. This is awesome. And yeah. so you know getting to watch it. Um, but one of the reasons we brought this story up was Chris and us a little side story about this, which I thought was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. So the uh, the duos winner, the person, the people who got um, second place uh, was this 15 year old uh, kid named Jaden uh, and his partner, David. Uh, but Jaden, they were kind of doing an interview with him uh, and his mom <laughs> and his mom. <laughs> as you can imagine, a lot of parents these days, when you, they don't think about gaming as being something that you can actually earn a living at, you know, make a career out of. Um, Jaden's mom revealed that in recent years, like she didn't, was not down with the whole uh, yeah. video gaming and like really wanted him to focus more on his schoolwork, you know, as you think most parents probably would. Yeah. She, she said a quote, she said, if I'm honest with you, 
I've been quite against him gaming. I'm actually thrown out an Xbox and snapped a headset. We've had a nightmare. That's so funny. And it's insane because, you know, on top of that, so he when he won the second place, he took home uh, $2.2 million. Yeah. Uh, or they probably he, split $2.2 million, yeah. Right? yeah. But he's basically said, you know, with the winnings, he's planning to buy his mom a house. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. You know, of course, so mom's, awesome. you know, like, flip the script and like, oh, it was such a joy being in New York and this, this <laughs> uh-huh. gaming is so wonderful. We've made wonderful. lifelong friends. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, of course, now it's all legit. And I, I mean... We we know like we're kids and wives nine to fives, but we're married to the game, so we know we follow this kinds of stuff. We know that competitive gaming is is like a legit thing, and you can like earn real money doing it and all that. I just thought it was insane how it's it's kind of you're kind of getting some perspective, and like they were talking earlier about the the kid that won Kyle the the solos competition that got the three million. ESPN had put up this tweet like congratulating him. Uh, and it, you know, was just had like this little image that was kind of comparing it. And it said, okay, so he won 3 million for winning this. The 2019 Wimbledon winner won 2.9. Yeah. The Masters wow. winner won 2 million. And then yeah. the 2019 <laughs> PGA winner won 1.9 million. <laughs> right. Like this Stay kid's winning more than, you know, air quote here, <laughs> legit sports winners. That, you <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah, and exactly. I don't feel like most people really, uh, uh, granted Tiger Woods, who, which is the one who had won the Masters it. Sure, he was a phenom as a young age, but I mean, I doubt many people were giving him a hard time like, well, but if you study more algebra, you know, that's, <laughs> that's right. right. Yeah. I mean, it's just kind of crazy when you when you really think about it and put it into perspective. It's like, yes, it's it's a long shot for anybody to make it, you know, as a basketball superstar, just like it would be a video game superstar. But it's like, it's still a thing that could happen. And if this child of yours is showing real talent at it, I mean... You could end up getting a house. (laughs) (laughs) That's the moral of this story. Exactly. So, you know, you might, I mean, I'm sure you you do need to put limits and, you know, make sure that they're well-rounded and everything like that. But, you know, maybe encourage it a little bit more. And what's interesting is that, like, it's all games, right? They're all games. Mm -hmm. Football's a game. Basketball's a game. Golf is a game. These are video games, right? And so Mm -hmm. what's so interesting about it, and I I think the mindset is starting to switch now, now that there's such big numbers getting thrown behind it. But number one, big numbers have been getting thrown behind gaming. It's just so yeah. underground and hadn't hit pop culture, you know, but the, like the Evo things and the and the fighting tournaments that we've seen that fill up arenas, like that's been going on for years. Um, but what's interesting is that like, just like Chris said, like Tiger Woods brought a golf, Tiger Woods dad brought a golf club to him when he was like four or five. It was yeah. like, swing this, swing this, swing this. And he was pruned and raised to play golf. Right. You know, these guys, especially like, uh, <laughs> you got really, Fortnite's like two years old. Mm-hmm. So right. it, it, these aren't even games that these kids have been playing since they were five. Yeah. Now they've been playing just games. You know, Jaden talked about watching his uncle play Gears of War and really liking it and starting on a controller when he was like six years old and starting to play things like that. And so, yes, they've been gaming their whole lives, just like I have, just like Chris has. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it really is a weird thing when you look at it, because Toby, a lot of my older friends uh, still poo poo the video game thing. Yeah, they right. don't get it. Right? Yeah. Which is fine, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah. I, but I love that these numbers are getting thrown behind. What One thing I think they'll say, though, is like, you know, in tennis, you have, I think, seven times of the year to probably win that kind of money. Okay, um, right. When it, you know, it's not just Wimbledon that happens. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? They, right. There's a bunch right. of, you know, things that happen. And, you know, this is the first Fortnite um, 
World Cup, but I would imagine that it took tennis a lot longer than two years to get to where they were giving away $3 million because they're still yeah. not giving away $3 million yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Um, I just love how in like a lot of athletic activities, you'll have like the, like the soccer mom or like the, the, the dance mom who's like kind of pushing her daughter to do it because she's living vicariously through. Mm-hmm. Or you'll have the, the dad who just is, you're going to play football and, and you're going to win and yep. you're going to be the champ. And I can't wait for the next generation to be like, you're going to play Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah. Be good at it. <laughs> That's right. Now you sit here and you play Fortnite. Yeah, exactly. 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 It's literally the best babysitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I love this. I love congratulations to everybody that was out there. I mean, just getting there, obviously. I think even if you got there and you got last place, but you got $50,000, that's still nothing to sneeze at, right? No, not a bad. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so hopefully these parents are like, all right, all right, all right. Listen, you could live off this $2 million for a long time. Like, mm-hmm. I think in my whole you know, life of working, I haven't reached $2 million yet. I'm 37 <laughs> years old. And that's so, right. um, you know, there'll be, there's hopefully plenty of, there's going to be plenty of people knocking on their doors, but hopefully they're smart with this money. And yeah, this is the one time that you're not, you're like, don't be a 15 year old with this money. Don't blow mm-hmm. it in yeah. a week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Don't spend it on V bucks. Right. right. So don't, don't buy skins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, another thing I thought was interesting. Um, they said that 2 million. So in the stadium, the stadium was sold out 23,700 mm-hmm. people. Wow. wow. That's amazing. That's a bunch. Yeah. This was the number, though, that got me. They said an estimated 2 million viewers were on Twitch and YouTube. That seemed That's low it. to me. Yeah. yeah. That seems low. That seemed really low. And so, you know, I think we're going to start having that those conversations of like, why isn't this on TV? Why isn't we like what they should have put this on? And you're like, I mean, I feel you. But 2 million for television is not that much. No. Um, Just to compare it. Mm hmm. The Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everybody's watching that. That has a viewership, and it was down this year, of 98.2 million people. Mm. Oh, wow. So we have a ways to go yet, but not That's saying little... that it doesn't deserve to be on television in like the middle of the day on like a Thursday. Right, right. You know, I still think that yeah. should happen. Uh, Absolutely. Chris, you got anything else? I'm out. Edward. Yes, sir. What you got for us, bruv? Uh, over on the Marriage of the Games YouTube channel, we've got Borderlands 2 Part 7 is up there, uh, kind of uh, streamlining my way through there, kind of sticking more to the main story missions, uh, just trying to avoid burnout right now, to be honest with you. Are you? <laughs> well, nice. and because I've also been playing it offline with Sarah, the same game, uh, it's, oh, it's, you're playing I'm a reaching lot that it. point where, you know what, I'm just going to do the main missions on, on online just because... Yeah, it's a lot of Borderlands. Those games are huge. Yes. Yep. So I'm uh, just trying to get through that. Uh, we've got some free games. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah. Um, from what I read, uh, P- the PlayStation will announce their games later this afternoon. So we'll have those for you next week. Of course. Of course. Uh, games with gold for the Xbox Gears of War 4 for the month of August. Uh, also, August 1st through the 15th, Torchlight. On Xbox 360, backwards compatible. Mm. Uh, Forza Motorsport 6 from August 16th to September 15th. Put that thing in sport. Beep, beep. Castlevania. 
Lords of Shadow, <laughs> August 16th through the 31st. And then over on Games Pass for console and PC, Worms WMD, and on PC, Unavowed. Ooh. So yeah, it's kind of weird to have console and PC together and or separate under Game Pass now that uh, PC's got their Game Pass going. Yes, that's true. And there you and go. That, that thing is going. And speak, yeah, yeah, speaking of Game Pass, we asked you guys last week, every week we asked you a question. Last mm-hmm. week was no different. We said, what do you think the best value in gaming is? And everybody said Game Pass. <laughs> it's crazy. And so, I mean, obviously Game Pass is doing uh, something right. But to break it down just a little bit, we'll start over on Facebook. The non-Game Pass answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got Tim Paulin on Facebook. He said, Xbox backwards compatibility. 360 oh. games are dirt cheap. And some have been upgraded graphically. Mm. True. Travis pops himself for me, Destiny. I've purchased every part of this epic game and have spent close to 2,000 hours over the life of the game. It's pennies on the dollar for value, but but the friends and memories that have been made are priceless. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Very true. Uh, Mason Schultz, waiting one year and getting AAA games for 10 to 20 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) switch excluded that's totally true that is a great value alex perez chalfie second shout out of the podcast he said borrowing a game from a friend (laughs) (laughs) is the best value in gaming (laughs) nice that's funny over on twitter we got uh at dopalicious splig gotta go with ajax fledgens fork knife clash royale hearthstone Basically, the best free-to-play games out there. You can enjoy mm-hmm. 100% of the game for free. Value of free equals infinite. Nice. That's like very that. true. And those Good games, point. too, all those games that he mentioned, Ajax, Fork Knife, Clash Royale, Hearthstone, none of those have ads. Yeah. Which is important to factor in when you're talking about free games because there's a bunch mm-hmm. of free games out there that just pelt you the whole time with yes. ads, 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 ads. Uh, Fetty Bringers at Fed Gamer, PS4 and Xbox One at the moment. Both consoles are nearing the end of their life cycles, so they can both be purchased at great prices and have a full catalog of titles, a lot of yeah. which are also for sale at reduced prices. That's very true. Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass, Game Pass. Over on Discord, Jared Orr, he said it was Best Buy's Gamers Club. Uh, R.I.P. Mm. Yes, R.I.P. for sure. Lord Zucor, I'm going to say gaming in general is a great value. I can either spend $20 to go see a movie for two to three hours, or I can buy a $60 game and spend anywhere from 10 to 300 hours in it. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Gaming is where it's at. Hollywood Bone. Oh, 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 oh. I'm coming up for my birthday. <laughs> 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 He said, the $1 it takes to get in this Discord. Ooh, oh, oh, snap. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for answering the questions. You know where to find us. Facebook.com slash Married to the Games. Twitter.com slash MTTGCast. Of course, Married to the Games.com. Like Ed said, YouTube.com slash Married to the Games. And as Hollywood Bones said, 
on Patreon. If you want to come support Ooh. the show, go to patreon.com slash M-T-T-G. Throw a dollar in the tip jar. We appreciate it. And you'll get a bunch more friends mm-hmm. and places to share. Just all kind of stuff. Like we've yeah. talked about before, the Real Talk channel on and popping, man. People going through stuff. People encouraging each other. We got yeah, music, people talking tech. Obviously, all the consoles. It's a good time over there. People are cracking up. We say morning to each other every day. Every day. Morning. We have a morning. new joke morning. channel. Morning. Oh, we got a new joke channel? Yeah, we do. Do you have, a, do you have one on there that you like? Do you have a joke on uh, there that you've seen it, recently? I don't have it pulled up. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't <have> <laughs> oh, you just thought you'd throw that out there. Yeah, I, just throwing, I thought action. we were just naming off things, you know, like earlier. When I said, except this one was true. I wasn't lying. Okay, how about Rutgers? this? Power was in Frozen. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, why don't ants get sick? Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Because they have little antibodies. <laughs> <laughs> I like malcorvuses. That uh, the woman walks into a library, asks if they had any books on paranoia, and the librarian says, they're right behind you. <laughs> they're right behind oh, you. Nice. Uh, oh, my. Nice. Yes. Uh, there's, there's a meme of, uh, what's this bad guy's name? Ganondorf. Ganon. Is that who that is? I had no idea. That one went over my head. Yeah, Ganon, whatever his name is from, from Zelda. He yeah. said, I, I can't surf the internet. There's too many links. Then Stillwater Jack replies, "This channel needs to be renamed hashtag Punishment." (laughs) (laughs) That's a good joke. Uh, That's funny. Um, yeah. So come, that's a good time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, why um why do you not play uh cards in the jungle, Ed? Uh, I don't know. Why don't you play cards in the jungle, Gabe? There's too many cheetahs. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> All right. There's also hashtag. This is just for Chris. Hashtag Chris runs the discord. That's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, Chris. Yes. Uh, rate us on iTunes. Got him. Uh, because where else can you get talk about games and life, life and blood blisters? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well done. Well done. Good Lord. <laughs> Jeez, Luis. Good job, Chris. <laughs> you, you killed him on that one, Chris. Jeez. <laughs> oh <my. laughs> what, Tree call- what a callback. <laughs> <laughs> Tree Fitty. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> this is going to be hard to ramp up here. Well, let's get into some questions. Discord, Lord Zucor. I've been a homeowner for one week now. Hey, and we spent, and we spent 
spending all kinds of money. Yes, you are. But there's a lot of things we're excited to need and use, like a bucket and a garden hose. What was something you were excited <laughs> to buy when you got your first home? Uh, uh, the thing we forgot to buy was toilet paper. Oh, no. Because the house, the house didn't come with it. Mm-hmm. So you and, were excited to get so that. so we were like, ooh, let's go get some toilet paper for our new house. <laughs> Chris? Honestly, the, the thing was light bulbs because we yeah. wanted to change out all of ours to, at the first house, it was energy efficient ones. The second house, it was changing them out to ones that could turn on with my voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice. Right. That's yeah. right. I like it. Ed? Yeah, it's, I'm one of those weirdos. I was excited to buy paint to paint some of the rooms inside nice. just to yes. change it up. That's right. You do have that uh, that bug. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always yep. I'm always excited when the cable and internet is hooked up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah that too. Ooh. It's always a good thing. I like that. Bad gamer elite that Lem guy. The family and I just watched Dumbo 2019 last night. Well, they did. I watched the first 20 minutes and dad napped. But the premise <laughs> seemed the same. The premise seemed the same. African elephant born to an Asian elephant and gets made fun of for what becomes his biggest strength. What is the one thing you got picked on for that turned you into your in that turned you into your in your face talent? Oh, what is the one thing you got picked on that you turned around Uh, and created an in your face talent? Probably theater. I think just being on stage and, you know, when you're in high school, that's not necessarily the cool crowd. Mm. Uh, As I found out over and over again. (laughs) <laughs> um, but then I think to the, the ability to, we, we did this play, I don't remember what it was called, but we did this play where I was the comic relief. And mm-hmm. what was interesting was theater's nerdy. Nobody knows you. You do a play that they force the whole school to go to. And then you're the comic relief. And then you're popular for like the rest of the year because mm-hmm. I was, yeah. Hey, weren't you the guy that did the, I was that mm-hmm. for the rest of the year. Yeah. 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 And mm-hmm. so I think the ability to, to have, be able to have a little comic timing and things like that became my in your face superpower. Mm. Yeah. Chris, man, I don't, I don't know that I have an answer because I don't feel like any of the things I got made fun of necessarily. I turned around to be like an in your face kind of thing. I mean, I got made fun of for being short. I got fun of for being pasty. I got fun of for being a redhead. I got fun of for my last name. I got made fun of for a lot of stuff, and I don't feel like any of them turn into a bam, there you go, <laughs> kind of thing. So You're right. I can get sunburned quickly. <laughs> Dang right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Watch me put this sunscreen on. <laughs> Shoot, I really don't know if I have an answer. Yeah, that's a tough one for sure. What say you, Edward? You know, I'm kind of the same as Chris. I didn't really, I, I was pretty fortunate. I had a pretty good childhood. I didn't really, if I, I don't really remember being made fun of incessantly for any one thing you know um, Ooh, i got made fun of a lot so, yeah kind of got out got out easy yeah yeah i'm i'm with you ed and chris i i didn't really get picked on either okay so. well that's great for all of <laughs> but, you but i no, i get more i, I, I get just picked, said listen. i got picked on a lot it's just not none of them turned around into a wham bam look at me <laughs> right, i'm a superhero right. at this yeah. yeah so just to be clear gabe i got made fun of too okay <laughs> i get picked on a lot i got picked on a lot now on this podcast for my age and everything but in your face i'll probably gonna outlive you all <laughs> <laughs> challenge accepted yeah live longer right. and uh, outlive is two different things though that's very true. He might live to mm-hmm. 102, but, you know, I'll still just be 40. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's Jeez. funny. I like it. 
uh, Calm Fury, how do I testify to my spouse that I need, oh, sorry. How do I justify to my spouse that I, I, I was like, whoa, justify. okay, hang on. Yeah, yeah, let's, exactly. let's back up. This isn't a court situation or anything. Uh, how do I justify to my spouse that I need to pack the Nintendo Switch and PS4 for our move into corporate housing? I cannot wait a month plus until we move into, uh, into out of corporate housing and into our apartment to play Apex, Tetris, oh, uh, et cetera. Oof. Man. How do I justify it? I was, I'd go one at a time, number one. I wouldn't try to do both at the same time. I feel like it would be easier to get the switch in there just because it, you can That's play that I'm handheld. Saying. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. You might want to go switch first and then like have the, have the PlayStation always in the trunk. Mm-hmm. So when she's gotten used to seeing you play the Nintendo, you just, and then one day she comes home and the PlayStation's plugged in. <laughs> you know, maybe it doesn't take too much talking into just take it. Yeah. Just take it. And if there's an opportunity, then go. But yeah, I like your idea of the switch first. Yeah. <laughs> I'm failing to understand why it's the problematic. I mean, neither one takes up a lot of space. Maybe she's just thinking of, of the, you know, because maybe she has a a lot of stuff she wants to bring and his things just feels like on top of that. And she's like, mm-hmm. well, we don't need those. We already have to take all this stuff. Yeah. And so he's having to justify the importance of the, you know, some of the things he wants to take. Well, you know, if you take the thinking. PlayStation, you can say, you know, well, now we don't have to pack a DVD player. Or yeah, 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 that's, okay. that's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's a good way to watch Netflix and all that on mm-hmm. on the TV. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And and you say, and babe, you know, I, you know, I love video games. You know, Switch doesn't do Netflix and stuff, so I'm gonna just yeah. bring this too, real quick. Yeah. There you go. I like it. I like yeah. that. Plus, more of a when service I'm kind of PlayStation. Thing. I'm 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 not getting into any trouble. <laughs> I'm not making anybody mad. The truth. I'm actually probably saving the world. (laughs) Right. I'm out of your hair. That's how you let me play longer. If you let me play long enough, I could win $2 million in a World Cup. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There you go. It might be too late for all that. Yeah, right. Uh, Derek Putnam, what's the one thing you refuse to pay for? It kills me to pay a delivery fee for food. I know it won't break the bank, but I just can't. Why can't that's, you pay a delivery fee for food? Dude, come on, man. That's somebody delivering your food. You should give them something for yeah. it. I think probably because he comes from the generation like I do, where usually you didn't see that fee in the in the pizza delivery guy. And so it was just like all in there, maybe, is the way he's thinking about it. The tip was always, uh, it, growing up, the tip was always like their delivery fee, wasn't it? You'd always Yes, but I think that. But that now it's delivery fee on top of a tip, on top yes. of. Because I mm. never had a problem service fee tipping people, but I think that's where. Seen the price of gas recently? <laughs> yeah, that joke. Right. That's Chris's. That's Chris's thing. He refuses to pay for nowadays with his electric car. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. I have not seen the price of gas recently. <laughs> um, <laughs> I refuse to pay for. Uh, man, I mean, there's a. Uh, sheesh, that's a tough one. Because I mean, I'm I'm pretty cheap on these free apps like i'm just paying for yeah. clash royale now three years mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. so i'm gonna say free apps i'm i'm i have a hard time with the microtransactions for sure i agree i'm i'm saying that as well what say you edward if i go somewhere and i get like a uh, like a coffee grinder and they say yep. oh do you want that protection plan no oh there you go that's protection right. plan that Cause, is cause you will show. take this back if it's broken so yeah and number one Regardless. Yeah, number two, there's usually a manufacturer's warranty also on things. <laughs> right. And so right. you want me to buy a $75 Blu-ray player and then pay you $25 to replace it? Yeah. If something um, goes wrong in three years, nah, yeah. I just, I'll save my pennies and buy a different one. That means this one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, yep. did you have one? 
Um, I'm a, kind of a, a little bit of all of these things. I, I, I don't do the extended warranty stuff either. On the, I've done it before on large, large purchases uh, because it's actually worked out for me in the past. But very, very seldom. On most things, I will not mess with it at all. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I also, I can't tell you the last time I bought an app. I Whether it's an app or a game. I've yeah. bought a few of them over time. But I mean, it, it's got to be really something that's grabbing me to, for me to be that thing. And I do not do any of the food delivery stuff either outside of occasionally pizza because I just don't want to pay for it. It's like, if it's like really far away or if I lived in a city that was like, you know, San Francisco, New York, where it's really a pain to carry that, you know, on the train back to my apartment or something, I would do it. But mm-hmm. I can easily just drive anywhere I want. And so I'm I'm just not going to do that. It's just when I look at that, it's like, okay, yes, this meal will cost me 35 bucks for, you know, both of us. But on top of that, I'm paying another 20 in fees and, and delivery charges and all that. That's the hard like part. Have, when the fees get crazy. We have Amazon crazy. now here, whatever, where it's like, oh, yeah, I can order these this thing and it'll be delivered to me in 30 minutes or whatever. But then the the fee for doing that is like another fifteen dollars. It's like no, I'm is not double. Really? It's like I can wait another two days, you know, or whatever for that to show up. Yep. If it's that important, I'll run down to Target or something. Yeah. I just it's really it's really hard for me to be like, but I can just do that. There right. you go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's move on to Facebook, Brian. View what is your go to arcade game when you guys go to something like a Dave and Buster's or any arcade place? Mine would be Time Crisis, House of the Dead, or the Basketball Machine battling each other. Mm. Ooh, Time Crisis is definitely one I'll always play. Um, as well, if Tapper's there, Root Beer Tapper. Oh, yeah. oh wow. I love that game. Mm. So I'll always play that. And of course, if uh, Dragon's Lair 2 <laughs> is up in that piece. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. I will definitely give it some of my money. You're right. Mm-hmm. What say you, Edward? Uh, air Hockey. Ooh, yes. Yes, yeah. sir. Mm-hmm. Good one. Good one. Chris? Um, I, I'm always a sucker for it, even though I'm not any good at them anymore. I will play the Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter 2 if they're available. Oh, right. Um, oh, yeah. And then I also really liked, um, I've only played it a handful of times, but that Killer Queen, I think is what it's called. Yes, that game's mm. fun. That was a really fun game. So if they have that, because it's you don't find it very often, but if you can find that, I will definitely jump onto that game. There you go. I like that. Tim? Skee-ball or air hockey. I'm right there with you, Ed. Nice. Love it. Oh, I'm terrible at skee-ball. I know, man. It's so much fun. Yes, it is. I'm better at skee-ball than I am air hockey, but I like air hockey. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fair. Yeah, I do love me some air hockey. Uh, Darius, Darius Stewart, have you ever been great in a game amongst your peers than being humbled when facing real competition? I remember being better than the average person in a handful of older fighting games amongst my friends and sought competition. I sometimes talk trash to people that claim to be good and would destroy them. I finally played in a tournament and got picked apart. Wow. I, did, I did do well in my main game, which was Capcom versus SNK2, where I played second in a round robin, losing only to an old Evo champ. Oh, but wow. was later, But was later humbled by other players of his caliber. Any humbling experiences where you got humbled and had to step your game up or where you were the humbler? I like this question. Yeah, that's a good one. I was usually always better at my friends at Mario Kart. Um, yeah. And then you get online. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah i remember yes. the first times getting online i was like oh snap i suck at this game and yeah you really got to step that up and then when me and jenny uh were playing dr mario and then we would go online and it really did help our game out um mm-hmm. but yeah at very first you're like oh these jokers are, are on a different level i was i thought i was never mind kind of thing you know yeah right chris 
pretty much any shooter game, I feel like I pretty much wrap my head around it and do pretty decent, especially in public lobbies and whatnot. Or if I team up with a, if it's a team game like Overwatch, let's say, I feel like I'm pretty good at helping my team along and help do what needs to be done. But if I had to move into an actual legitimate competitive scene, I, I just feel like I'm maybe average at best. I, I will get beat by most people. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, yep. What say you, Edward? Uh, definitely Beat Saber. Um, you know, among the, the, the people in the direct vicinity, mm -hmm. I, I'm pretty good. But then I go online and it's like, Rainflow, what the heck? Hollywood <laughs> Bones, how did you get that score? Yeah. <laughs> right. Let alone the world scores. Ugh. Right. Those guys are cheating. Definitely. That's, that's how yeah. I look at it. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, for me, for me, it's uh, Overwatch, and it depends on the heroes. Like, if I'm feeling really good about one hero, I'll play. Uh, you know, I'll play a quick play, and then there's an opponent who's that same hero, and he's just destroying everybody, including myself, over and over again. I'm like, dang. I mean, it just gives you motivation to get better at it. But that that game always is a humbling game. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. Good question, Daniel Farugia. I just rebuilt my home PC, a ritual I go through every few years, and bought Skyrim hmm. Enhanced Edition while it was on sale on Steam. Have you ever put off buying or playing a game until years after its release? I just knew I'd get too far into the game, having been a massive fan of both Morrowind and Oblivion, and wouldn't have the time at the stage of my life. My wife went away for a week and left me with the kids, so staying up late to play wasn't going to get me any side eye. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. Wait years to buy a game. Wow. Um, Intentionally. I don't know if I have just because I usually want to play it now just for my own personal reasons and also just because the podcast and everything I want to kind of be, if I feel like yeah. I want to play it, I want to be able to talk about it as soon as we can. Yeah. Um, but I've never intentionally put a game off for a while. I didn't intentionally do it, but I definitely waited on, remember I got the 3DS really late. I, I waited till the new 3DS came out. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then played a couple games on it, and it was uh, that was something, and yeah. that it was very quick lived. <laughs> I have the 3ds for very long at all, uh, but they just happen to be doing some like trade in your Vita, and get you know so much money off of it, and so that's why I did it. And, right? Uh, yeah, that didn't last long. Chris, um. I, the only thing that I can think that kind of applies to this is I held off just on buying my PlayStation 3 because I just couldn't justify the cost of how expensive it was at the time. And yeah. there were several games that dropped. $600. That I was like, oh, I want to I want to play that game, but I'm not buying a PlayStation 3 for that. So I yeah, put it off until later true. on. But then once I got my PS3, I bought most of the games I wanted to play. Yeah. So it's kind of really more the hardware. That's a good point. Dictating yep. that for me anyways. Yeah, for me, it's it's never been intentional either. It's it's I usually will play. I play a game just and when I'm done with it, then I move on to the next. I don't kind of mix and match. So like I'm just now getting to Spider-Man because I was playing uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey for how many months? So it's like I just I kind of push everything off. Mm -hmm. But, you know, Spider-Man, I remember Bioshock Infinite was was quite a, a ways from its release that I started playing that as well. So, yeah, yeah. There you go. It's all in your gameplay. Yeah. You play whatever you want to play. Yeah. Unless you're getting side eye. Unless you're getting that side eye. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, Nick Houndress, uh, what is the last game that made you rage quit and why? Follow up, what was the last game that made you genuinely smile just because you were having that much fun? 
Ooh. All right. So first is the last game that made you rage quit and why? And then the last game that made you genuinely smile. Yeah. I'm going to go with, it wasn't really rage quit, but Sekiro, man, was just. Oh, man. Yeah. That Ooh. game was just oh. tough, man. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't. I can see myself rage quitting it. Um, and then genuinely, I think Detroit has actually been that. Yeah. I've really, I've really liked um playing Detroit. That's like it just it looks so nice and there's you know, and when other people are kind of looking over your shoulder and watching you play, and I was like, I love this. I love when people are, you know, they sat down or you know, when they have to get up like, okay, I'm gonna go grab lunch. Like, are 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 you gonna still be playing when I get back? And I was like, Yeah, I was like, okay, cool. And then you'd be like, Hey guys, I don't want to take up. You guys want to watch the TV? He's like, no, this is like watching a movie. And you're like, all mm-hmm. right, yeah, yep, that yeah. made me really happy. Yeah, that's awesome. Chris, you got one rage quit and then joy. The joy one is Apex because I had to have a lot of fun in that game. And then even when I when I win, obviously that's the the pinnacle of it. And then till the next round starts, um, I honestly can't think of the last game that I got so mad at that I quit it. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Sekiro, I didn't get mad at, but I just was like, this might be above my talent level. Uh, Man, I I don't, I honestly can't think of one that I got mad. And even if it was just like a walk away for a little bit, because I'm frustrated with this, like even maybe God of War, there were a few times when we were uh, fighting the the Dark Elves where I got pretty ticked off, but it was never more than like, go take a break for a little while and come back. And sometimes that's just to reset and like, Okay, let's get rid of this frustration. And then, because I, I'm fo- then I can focus again. Whereas I'm not focusing on the wrong moves I'm making. Mm-hmm. But I haven't. There's back in the day, man. I used to rage quit a lot of games. And I haven't <laughs> actually done that in a long time. Nice, older and wiser. Yep, Tim. Um, last game for me was Overwatch. When I rage quit because it's just like after, when you get just killed so many times, I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. And so I just I left. And then the genuine smile is obviously Spider Man right now. It's just Especially when I first started swinging through New York, I'm like, this is just freaking fun. Yeah. So it was a lot. It was a good time. Um, I, right. I want to put this in there real quick. My buddy, uh, Nick West, I was telling you about that was at the Fortnite thing. Mm-hmm. He, he put up on his Facebook, like them setting it up and tearing it down. And somebody asked him, how long did this take to set up and then tear back down? He said to set up, it took two weeks to set up wow. the, the Fortnite World wow. Cup. Wow. And they had 36 hours to tear it back down. Oh, my gosh. 30, that's it? 36 hours? 36 hours. hours. I guess they needed it. Yeah, we're going to need right. this building. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So Woo. two weeks to set up. Gracious. Wow. All right, last question. Twitter, at Chad Fackler1. So I do it, and I think most people do it, too. When you talk to your pets... Do you have a voice you talk to them in, kind of like talking to a baby voice, or do you just talk like they're actually listening and understand you? The second one. Yes, same. Only because I do the understand I, you. I do the baby talk to the actual babies in the house. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so the dog were like Sadie. Of which Sadie, there are down. a lot. Yeah. Yes. Sadie, stop. Yeah. But if she's being yeah, a good I'm, girl, of course, you know, you you pitch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yep. Your yeah. good girl says a good girl. Yep. I like it. Like when they get excited, like you get excited with them. But most of the time it's just like, Hey, get over here. Stop, <laughs> yeah, stop right. chewing on exactly. toilet paper or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But when they're excited, like, Oh, you want your food? Oh, come on. Let's go. Let's go. You know, <laughs> yeah. hilarious. I like that. Uh, Chris, what'd you say? Yeah. I don't 
have real babies here, so my dog is my baby. Yep. Uh, and so I, I mean, I don't know that I do the traditional style baby talk, but I'm definitely doing the pitch up thing on occasion, especially when she's getting excited and when we go play frisbee out back, getting her all excited to, to want to keep playing and everything before she tires out and then just yep. leaves the frisbee there right. and like, all right, and we're done. Yep, yep, yep. Ed, which one did you say? Yeah, it's just it's pretty pretty much just regular talk. So here's the question though for you. Yeah. Do you talk to the dog and the cat differently? Not really. Really? Yeah, I can yeah. see that. I I disagree. Really? Even Keel Ed, man. Well, Even Keel Ed. Only just from watching your streams, like <laughs> when the cat used to come around, you'd be like, hey, what are you doing up here? Right. And then when Batman comes around, you're like, look at Batman. Look at how cute he is. <laughs> 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 that's true. <laughs> I guess that's true. Nice. Nice. That's good. That's, that's good. true. <laughs> Batman. Yeah. Don't you usually go Batman? Yeah. He's that's like, look at odd, Batman yeah. back there. Look at him being cute. Any cute back there? Look at Batman. Oh, look at him taking a dump in my living room. Yeah. The cat's like, yeah, the cat's like, well, what's what's going on? What, you need something? Like, get out of here. Yeah, you just give him five dollars and he runs off. <laughs> that's that's right. right. Go play. Go to the arcade. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. right. I'll spend it all in one place now. <laughs> no Dragon's Lair 2 with that $5. No, nope, no. Nope. Don't listen to Gabe. Don't look it up. Gabe bit. be a bad influence. <laughs> yeah. Don't waste your money. <laughs> that is it for all the questions. Thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh, the question of the week from you guys actually comes from Beefmaster Serta from the road crew. He had texted me the other day. He said, I just watched a video clip of Betrayal from Modern Warfare 2. Maybe the mm. most intense slash emotional scene I've ever seen in gaming. Has the podcast ever done a question of the week regarding people's most intense gaming moments? And the answer to that question, the answer is yes, we have. But we haven't done it in a while. Mm. So, question of the week for you guys. What's the most intense gaming moment you've lived through? Or you've played? If you wow. can remember off the top of your head. That's a tough one. There's a lot of intense gaming. Maybe... Maybe you don't, you know, just for pressure's sake for us four, maybe it's not going to be the most intense, but maybe what's a recent intense moment that you were like, oh, snap, oh, snap, oh, snap, <clears throat> as you played. Hmm. Uh, I will say it wasn't recent because I haven't played this in a number of years now, but that I've played it a few times and it always sticks out on my mind. There's this one part in The Last of Us where you're in this building and you you have to go underneath it, and there's some water in there, and you have to start a generator to get the power going. Oh so you my use a key card to mm -hmm. open the door, mm -hmm. and you just start to hear clickers, and mm -hmm. you can tell that they're coming to you. And if you so the first time I played the scene and I died in it, if you wait around too long, like you just get swarmed by a bunch of them, and you just can't deal. So the second time I made it through it, and then later on when the remastered version came, I totally forgot about it. And then when I got to that scene, I was like, oh, I remembered. And I was so tense the whole time just trying to run and move because you it sounds like that at any minute they're coming around that corner. Yeah. And I wanted to get to that, make it to that door and get through there and shut the door before they could ever reach me. And it just freaked me out. Yes. Yes, for sure. Edward? Uh, in the VR game, Blood and Truth, I don't want to spoil anything, so I'll just say in the art the gallery. The best VR game of all time? Best, best VR, VR game, game of, of all time. time. Okay, cool. In the art gallery. Ah. Mm. Mm. With the candlestick in the art gallery. Colonel <laughs> Mustard. <That's> right. <laughs> With the candlestick. Yeah. What about Chris, you? Chris, that reminds me, I was going to say, that reminds me in The Last of Us, there was another scene that I actually struggled with on the, the remake version, uh, was when you're hanging upside down. Oh, and you have yeah. to shoot them all. Like yeah. I struggled so much and I'm like sitting there just 
I'm bare not like white knuckling it on my dual shock, like try, just concentrating on trying to get this those clickers out. So that was a another intense one. But yeah, you that that other one that you just said was definitely the kicker on that game for me. But that was the second one. Um, I would say, uh, I mean, definitely. I t- I talked about it last week or the week before. Um, there was a scene in Detroit where I thought I was going to lose a character and <laughs> you're making all these decisions really fast and people were around me and I was like, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to say? And yeah. they're like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And so you're just kind of trying to figure it out. And then it finally comes to an end and you're like, oh God, thank you, Jesus. Like I didn't lose anybody <laughs> and, and we made it out. And then um, I don't know what part of modern warfare this was, but when you're crawling in the grass, and mm-hmm. it's like the sniper scene. I don't exactly remember what it all is, but I just remember when the tanks are going past you and you're and you're crawling and everything like that. And mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember which one that was, Chris? Was that the first one or the second? I don't remember the name of the level, but yeah, it was Modern Warfare One. Yes. Oh man. And you just the first time you hear those tanks going by, and you're like, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh gosh. It's amazing. I a lot of people talk about that scene. I've never played it, but I've heard a lot of yeah, people mention that. It's a that. very I, all gillied up. That's the name. All yes, gillied it. up. It's like the most iconic, probably one of mm. the most, if not the most iconic uh, Call of Duty mission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very, it's real good. There you go. I like it. I like it a lot. Let us know what you guys' most intense gaming moments have been, and we will talk about it next week, which will be awesome. Same bat time, same bat channel right here on the Married to the Games podcast. I'm Gabe Patillo. That is Tim Router. That is Ed Placencia. That is Chris McCracken. And we are married to the games. And we are up out this thing. Yeah.